0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: How we stop the Black Panthers. Ronald Reagan cooked up an answer. You hear that? That girl Scott is hearing when our heroes and heroines got hooked on heroin. Crack raised the murder rate in D.C. and Maryland. We invested in that. It's like we got Merrill lynched. And we've been hanging from the same tree ever since. Sometimes I feel like the music is our only medicine. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen. Saturday, Sunday morning. So mm-hmm. I uh, wish it was Saturday. Give me back my extra, give me extra day. Mm-hmm. Get back on this grind. Um, It's uh the Blackout Tips, guys. You can find us at theblackouttips.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher we appreciate those uh, it's awesome to get love from the audience let us know that we appreciate it mm-hmm. and it moves us up in the rankings on those respective sites and uh it helps us out tremendously tremendously <clears throat> uh you can also do stuff like go to the vote in the polls uh leave comments uh a bunch of trippy stuff you can do there um, sign up to become premium. Go to com slash premium. Um, I think people will enjoy that. Um, and, uh, you know, listen to, uh, Balls Sports Seems to be a hit. Um, uh, The Nerd Off. Um, uh, there's so much stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. Karen has an- another interview coming up today for Lip Smacking. Good, guys. Woo-hoo! So, uh, that'll be out in a couple of days, uh, at the longest. So, yeah, man, all kinds of stuff grinding hard over here. And, uh, hopefully you guys are, Digging what we're doing, the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm -hmm. And today's uh, podcast is double sponsored, guys. It is double sponsored. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Go on iTunes and find out what Rod and Karen have in common with Terrence Trent Darby. We both have an album on iTunes. Now, I would have went with a higher profile artist, but I understand. (laughs) (laughs) um the the link is already on the website but i'll put it in the chat for you guys um and i'll uh make sure we tweet it out and stuff but um yeah it's uh and best the best of Rod and karen is all you have to do to find it um and you will be able to listen to 14 hilarious comedy tracks featuring me and karen and many of the other funny ass actors that work with shadow mm-hmm. dog productions
2: yeah he should have been like do you know we're the only place that you can find rye and karen just like the only place you can get that beyonce is mm-hmm. itunes
1: exactly <laughs> i want to be on that level right, right guys uh, but you know it's cool we but we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do- download that we do check it out um we did a lot of funny work with them and i think you guys will uh will dig it man because uh you dig us and uh we're good at it um so, um, we also have another sponsor. It's a little sexier. Let's see if I can find it. I oh, so sexy man.
2: Said you want yourself a real woman. Don't you hold you down and understand?
1: Real fellas. And real ladies I know Are you up there Looking to spice things up In your bedroom Specifically in the genital region Maybe nipple clamps I don't know Have you been fantasizing About surprising your lover With the adventurous new toy Or a dope movie Well there's an offer You won't be able to resist Go to com. And for a limited time Only you'll be able to get 50% off of just about any item and by any item, I'm talking clothing. Maybe you want to put on something sexy in the bedroom. Uh, I'm talking, uh, they got different furniture apparatuses. You can put like a wedge in the middle of your bed. Shout out to Montoya's. Uh, you also got like DVDs there. Uh, you know, not to mention your toy, sex toys and things of this nature. Uh, prophylactics, lubrication, all these things. Don't be ashamed of your body. Be proud, everybody. Yep. Share it with you. With your lover or yourself, but that's not all, guys. In addition to that fifty percent off of just about anything, you can also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that's so goddamn sensual. Mm-hmm. Can't even tell you the rest. And to top it all off, they even throw on free, free shipping. That sexy ass free shipping. Mm, look at you, looking all free coming to my box all all on time and shit. Didn't cost nothing extra for your entire order and they're not teasing so check out adamandeve.com for this special (laughs) offer, 50% off of one item when you put the code TBGWT upon checkout and when you do you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift and free shipping. Just use offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com And somebody asked in chat who is this? I've never heard her before. Leela James, man. I found this shit on Spotify. This is my this whole album is my jam. Oh, old is new to me. So, hey. Yeah, this shit came out like, I don't know, a couple of days ago. Uh and uh everything on this shit is good. <laughs> I'll just be randomly hitting songs a- like Lila damn, yeah, it's good it too. Mhm. Uh I'll I'll share it on um my so- social media uh, real quick. Um just I'll go ahead and send it right now. This is my jam. But yeah, this this that Lila James is my jam, dog. I saw she had a song with Anthony Hamilton. That's when I was like, mm, she might be good. Yeah, one thing about Anthony
2: Hamilton, boy, he he got that old school soul in his voice, and he's mm-hmm. a very nice person.
1: Hmm. Um. All right. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's Sunday. Uh, we officially moved a couple days away from the LeBron thing, so we can uh, can move on. Um. I saw a couple of our fans was driving through uh the area. And they sent us out a picture where um, they had some, um, finally got them some Bojangles. Yes. Now, listen, I know it's going to sound like blasphemy to a lot of you guys, but I liked me some Bojangles over at Popeye's, dog. And I tried Popeye's three times. Yeah, I might have to try again, because like I said. Yeah, I will try again, but telling you right now, man. I fucks with that Bojangles heavy, man. I like that Bojangles over the Popeye. Yeah, man. cause it Don't but, get mad, don't write the show. I know. I'm sorry. It, sorry it, to let you down. We it, finally got one. <laughs> Maybe it was just too hype in my mind. I don't know. But I'm on that, I'm on that Bojangles though. That's what I'm yeah, fucking with. Yeah, it rains king around here, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, they sent some pictures of themselves eating, uh, you know, Bojangles. It's like, it's good. You know, I was like, all good for y'all. You know what I mean? I'm glad y'all got to enjoy. And I was thinking, man, um, you know, like when we went to that Popeye's that time and the first time we got like some bad food because it was all like cold and shit and it, it was about was, to close. Right. It was almost midnight mm-hmm. and they probably hadn't put no chicken in the fry for like an hour or two. You yes,
2: because they didn't have nothing to fry.
1: But we were just so hyped to see a chicken restaurant open that late cause Bojangles closes at like 10 regardless and they stop making food at like 8:30. So, mm-hmm. if you show up at Bojangles at 9:55, you about to have to go through a list of what do you have? Right. It's my favorite game.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And it's very good. Macaron and cheese,
2: no. So we don't got that dirt rice, no. So we ain't got that corn yeah. in the cart. We got about two left.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you get to play the plate of what? What what do what did everybody else not want? Right. Y'all got beans? Well, we do have beans. Nobody wants that shit. Yeah, with no rice. You do, we yeah. can't do beans and rice, but you can have one or the other. Which, to me, is a sign of a great restaurant. Yeah, because your shit runs out. When you go pull up and you go, hey, I like two thighs. Sir, we're out of thighs. Come on. It's <laughs> like they, they laughing me? at you. Like, you fucking, what do you think this is? Yeah. Uh, this is can- the crack house. You don't roll <laughs> to the crack house. At the end of the, the week, talking about, can I get some cracks? It's gone.
2: Right. Can I have a uh, three wings? Wings? You, you didn't see the, the, the four wings for a dollar special we had up there, sir? Right. We're out of wings. We
1: ran out of wings hours ago. We ran out of wings before lunch started. Like, Bojangles, the only place I know, they'll compromise because they run out of shit and be like, oh, we out of breasts. Would you like three thighs? Like, I don't even mm-hmm. know the ratio uh bartering in this chicken system nope. but they have a system where it's oh so would you like two wings and a, a thigh for uh for that breast and like i guess yeah we, we
2: we've we had the rationale they were like i we've had like extra biscuits i remember one yeah. time uh i think they ran out of something and we asked for barbecue sauce she gave us like 45 packages she felt i could i mm-hmm. could see in her eyes she felt bad we was very nice but she was like I just feel
1: bad you can't get what you want. Yeah. It's like and you, know, you have to know the 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 days uh chicken market price like point. You need to know that when you go up there. It's like the stock market but for chicken to be like, "Oh, currently two wings are going for a leg." Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. You know, you might want to get in on this as a bull market. You want to uh, invest in legs if you got them cuz uh after they run out, it's going to be a wing market and uh we all know how people feel about the wings,
2: yeah, I'm a leg girl myself, but yeah it's yeah. it's funny though when you uh negotiate with them, and you know, and I think that they're used to it, and I think a lot of people uh get angry and mad, so when people like us are like it's okay, they be like uh you know 'cause um they get you like a suitcase full of chicken, mm-hmm. like if you order certain tailgate specials, you come out there with a big ass suitcase, you can stuff about two shirts, three pair of pants and, and uh and a hat in, mm-hmm. uh, walking down the street with it, I'm scared somebody might mug me if they, if they
1: really wanted my chicken. You know what I was thinking? I don't know why Chicken Places, because after we got that code ass chicken for Popeyes, um, I was like, well, what Chicken Places need is the same thing Krispy Kreme has, a hot-and-now sign. Right. Like, why don't they have a hot-and-now sign so you know when the chicken just came out of the grease, and then people will be like, oh, shit, it's the chicken's ready. Like, I uh, stop by bojangles let's get us this this three piece right now like it's hot now i'll do a u-turn in the middle of the street that's what people do at crispy cream when they see the hot now sign it's just a sign why doesn't anybody else have this fucking sign and
2: nigga that's all I, that's that's what i did uh when i used to uh when we was at fairfield state i would literally be driving down the road and i could be on the opposite side of the street but they would have the biggest as brightest as neon sign and if my eyes fucked around and caught that sign, or it clicked on while I was riding past. I could even be up two lights if I look back in the preview in the in, in the rearview mirror and see it come on. I would literally turn around and go over there and uh buy me a dozen or two dozen of donuts and um um sorry parents, you know. And for those of you in college, my um uh diets was you know how I ate was terrible, and that be dinner.
1: Yeah, you know the worst thing though is like. There's literally no food worse to eat in the car than a hot-ass donut. What? Yep. You will kill yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and I, Donuts be
1: hot as shit when they first come out of there, man. Like I don't care. And then it's, the sugar sticks to your lips, so it's not like other foods where you can like, Ew. oh, let me just drink something real... F-. And the shit they serve with donuts is normally like hot coffee and shit. So like, you just driving down the street burning, burning yourself. <laughs> yes. To get that fucking hot and now crack down your throat. And I don't know why chicken places can't do that too right it would be smart and i remember one time we was uh roger had
2: bought some donuts and i had the donuts in my lap they was burning my lap because they you know they was fresh out that grease and mm-hmm. i was eating them and shoving them down my throat and they was burning and you looked at me this is the, yeah this is how you know it's crap you looked at me and you and i was like it's hot and you was like quit eating i was like no i will not eat this i said because i want to eat it right now
1: yeah you know what i think that you do um i'm i think Man, maybe someone in the audience can do this and just give us our royalties. They need to invent, and you know how they have Tinder for um people that want to, like, swipe left and right and go on dating sites, and, um, you know, it's like, the, the it's the fuck app, basically. Like, I want to fuck somebody. <laughs> do they want to fuck me? Swipe left or right um, until you find a match. I think they should do Tinder, but it should be T-E-N-D-E-R, and it should be for chicken places, and mm. it should tell you when... The chicken tenders is done and coming out of the grease. That way, you know, you get a little update to your phone. You're like, oh, shit, Bojangles tenders is ready. Oh, KFC tenders is ready. Popeye's tenders is ready. And you can, like, you know, that way you can just sit at home and already be updated for when you need to roll out so you don't get the risk of the cold chicken like we did.
2: That's true. That's true. And in addition to that, it should let you know uh, what kind of sauces they have. At a barbecue, got
1: honey mustard. Right. We got ketchup. Mhm. Somebody need to invent this dog. I would definitely buy this and put it on my phone for the two ninety nine. Just so I never had to waste another chicken trip again in my life, man. Nothing right. worse than a wasted chicken trip, man. Yeah, because I mean,
2: and I think that's what made it disappointing the first time we went to. boat And I know a lot of people love Bojangles, but that's what made it so disappointing. You mean Popeyes? I mean Popeyes. That, yeah, that's what made it so disappointing that first time because I was like, they ain't got nothing, and then it was dry, and then it was old, and it was like, this is not what people said it was
1: gonna be mm-hmm. um but anyway let's get into the show i don't think they had anything doing anything mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah shout out to i forget which fans it was but shout out to her and her man for um getting that bojangles on thank you sweetie um all right let's talk about news um wolfgang dude who wrote us about men's rights um the other day Mm-hmm. And if I think the first case he cited was something about the police wanting to see if this 17-year-old boy was been sexting this 15-year-old girl, which apparently is illegal in Virginia, um, and they were going to try to take pictures of his erect penis by making him, you know, like injecting him with something to make his penis erect and then taking pictures to see if it compared to the sexting pictures. Wow. Well, they decided not to do it. They decided not to take the explicit photo. They got enough backlash. Yes, you get sued. So police in Virginia on Thursday backed off efforts to take sexually explicit photos of a 17-year-old to prove a sexing case against him. Police and prosecutors faced a wave of criticism following the news media reports that they had obtained a warrant to take photos of the teen's erect penis.
2: Right.
1: Police wanted the pictures to compare against photos he is accused of sending to his 15-year-old girlfriend at the time. On Thursday, Manassas Police Lieutenant Brian Larkin said the police department will not proceed with the plan to take the pictures and will let a search warrant authorizing the photos expire. Uh privacy advocates had criticized the plan as a violation of the teens constitutional rights. Yes. The teen's aunt, who serves as his legal guardian, said she had not heard of the police department's reversal until contacted by an associated uh press reporter. Thursday afternoon. She said she would be ecstatic if police follow through on their statement and that they will no longer pursue the photos, but she said she won't fully be satisfied until the case against her nephew is dropped entirely. The aunt has sent her nephew to West Virginia, where he grew up for the past several weeks. Fearful that police would show up to enforce a search warrant, the teen's defense lawyer said authorities had explained that they intended to take the teen to a hospital and chemically induce an erection to facilitate photographs. And, whose smart idea was this? I don't know. Maybe... I wonder if it was something they uh, wanted to threaten him with. And, to frighten
2: and scare him. Yeah. And it ended up being a media backlash.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't blame her uh,
2: for uh, that, for the simple fact that, yeah, she yeah, she's like, I hear you, but I don't believe you until it shit ends. They still might come up here and hit this shit because... If you hadn't have called me, I wouldn't have known. They did not go out their way to notify me that they had decided to stop doing this.
1: Yeah. Plus, honestly, if you really want to take a picture of his erect penis, all you have to do is ask him to answer a question at the chalkboard. I mean, he's still a teenager. Right. Just don't let him take his book up there to cover it up. Um. So, uh, yeah, they so uh, Manassas County Police Chief. Douglas King posted a statement Thursday saying that the decision to pursue prosecution or not lies at the Commonwealth's attorney's office and not the police department. So it doesn't mean that the case is dropped, just that they won't be using this tactic. Commonwealth's attorney, Paul Ebert declined to comment on the case in detail, citing ethical rules about discussion of pending cases outside of the courtroom. All right. The teen is charged in fel- in juvenile court with felony counts of possession and manufacture of child pornography the aunt maintains the charges are overblown and said the plan to pursue photos of her nephew in an aroused state came about only after she and her nephew refused to accept the plea bargain that had been offered. So yeah, it was a threat probably. Mm-hmm. And they probably were going to try to make them plea down because I guess it may technically be illegal. Maybe they don't have the Romeo and Juliet law. Or maybe they don't have... Uh, maybe the age of consent thing is a little different there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like there's no way 17 can consent with 15 or whatever in their state. So... You know, they probably were like, uh, you can plead to be like a pedophile or a sexual predator. Uh, predator had predator. that shit on
2: your thing forever. He yeah, was like, and, fuck
1: that. Yeah, probably like, we'll just fight it in court. And it was like, well, we'll make you, we'll take a picture of your dick, you know, as a as a threat. Mm-hmm. Larkin said he had no information on why the department no longer plans to pursue the photos. On Wednesday night, the department issued a statement saying it was not their policy to authorize invasive search procedures of suspects. In case of of uh, this nature. But, oh, yeah. Why why was it even brought up then? But made no definitive statements about whether they could would continue to pursue the photos that have been specifically authorized in the search warrant. You want to know another thing that's funny? They hid him in West Virginia, which is like the place where they wanted to do the invasive, um, like if you want to get an abortion, they want to do like the invasive vaginal probe. Mm hmm. Like, so. People are so fucking crazy. Mm, mm. Uh, Rebecca Glenberg, legal director of the American Civil Liberties Union of Virginia, said the pursuit of the photos would have raised serious constitutional questions compounded by the fact that the subject of the photos would have been been a minor and by the fact that authorities apparently intended to induce an erection through a medical injection. Right. I've never heard them
2: doing this to an adult for an investigation. Mm -hmm. So why would you do this to a child?
1: People have a constitutional right to, the control, uh, to control their body, said Glenberg, who was unaware of any similar case. The aunt felt certain that the tidal wave of criticism against authorities is the only reason police reverse course. Right, They would have gotten away with this. They were not going to back off. Manassas City Manager Patrick Pate acknowledged Thursday that the department and the city have been fielding irate calls from across the country and internationally, Wolfgang probably called, after the story broke, he said the city was being portrayed unfairly given the fact that the photos were never actually taken. He also downplayed the possibility that they would have ever been taken, even though he acknowledged that a warrant authorizing them had been used. The teen's lawyer did not immediately return a call seeking comments. So, yeah, they were threatening them. That's why he said right. he doubts it would even have happened because it, it, it was it was a threat. It,
2: it It doesn't even matter for the fact that we live in a country that when it comes to police – I don't mean no harm on certain things. They can really do what the fuck they want to do. Mm -hmm. And as a person that goes, well, I know what the what the authority of what police can do. A lot of not all, but a lot of police departments have done fucked up shit in the past because there's been lawsuits and all this shit about fucked up shit that y'all have done to people and y'all have fought the shit. So what's to make her think that you won't go
1: through with this? Yeah, I mean, yep. I, and this obviously to try I mean, because they wanted him to plead to a fucking felony, man. Like a felony, like shit.
2: And he's like, I'm seventeen, I fuck around and ruin the rest of my goddamn life. Yeah. No.
1: Y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to inject my penis. I'm sorry. Can't be going to jail for this shit at, or the felony. Fuck around and knows what those guys wanna do to you. You roll up in there with a felony for that kind of sexual Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just a fucking kid. Um but uh yeah so um, right and
2: they just happen to be in a place where they may have had the money to fight but imagine if they did not have the money to fight you know how I many cases come over people don't have the money to fight and have mm-hmm. to get one of the court uh, attorney um lawyers who a lot of times have too many fucking cases who just tell you to plead because they want to get shit off their desk
1: yeah i don't even know that it was you know about having money to fight it it sounded like they just let people know you know what I mean? It doesn't sound like they actually were like, Oh, we have um you know, uh this is about having having money or whatever. It sounded like it just said we don't like we're we just gonna let the media know and then people took over. You know? So I I don't think it was about um the money at all. True, true.
2: So, um, but
1: for the fight that they were going to fight means it had
2: to be someone. Well, they had
1: agency and they had people that cared. Okay, okay, they stepped in on their behalf. Yeah, it's not the same as money, but you know, I mean, I remember when there was that case of that black kid who was a basketball player or something being involved in a party where a girl was having all sex with people and shit, and he was in the picture, and then he went to jail. Like, you know, and then it was like the age laws and all this shit just kind of went out the window and. Even with people being angry and all this stuff, it still, you know, end up messing his life up, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was uh goddamn hilarious. Worst wedding picture ever. Uh, you know how people take these cute photos when it's like wedding time or engagement or announce that they're having a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, these people decided to take a picture of um on the beach and I guess he decided to jump and do a split and they were going to take the picture he jumped, kicked his wife in the back of the head by accident (laughs) and split his pants and it got captured on photo Uh, now how does this photo get out to the world because I feel like his friend has snapped it no no, this, Karen Karen, you know this was a professional photographer, look at this picture are you looking at it this wasn't his friend taking this picture That that had to be a professional, like look at that sunset those are wedding photos oh and yeah, the photo was taken in Jamaica. Uh, submitted to Reddit on July 10th and picked up by SomeCars.com. The website called it the most disastrous wedding pic ever taken, and it's been shared more than 13,000 times.
2: Well, if they did it, I was sued. Then what the fuck are you putting my pictures out there for? This is not for public consumption.
1: Now he posted the picture himself.
2: Well, then that's dumb on his what part what the fuck that's what? dumb on his
1: part his dude. wife gotta be mad are they getting divorced like, yeah
2: what? I mean you gonna put a picture you fucking me kicking me in the head and think that's cool not unless she was down with it also mm. I, do, I do not see any woman who is not down with the joke putting a picture of me being kicked in the head and people looking halfway up your ass with this crack
1: uh so apparently the woman in the photo it wasn't his wedding he was a guest at the wedding um and um he, it was his cousin's wedding. Uh, he originally titled it, so I jumped, kicked this bridesmaid in the head and ripped my pants. The picture is certainly a far cry from wedding photos that have gone viral lately with dramatic backgrounds of a tornado and there's one of a wildfire. However, it created its own kind of storm at the occasion. Man, people taking wedding photos. Oh wow, I just found They got wedding photos with a tornado Going on in the background A
2: real live one? Did they put that shit there?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know I I don't know if they like Wait for the
2: Yeah, like how do you wait for the right moment? (laughs) Yeah Oh, what is
1: this?
0: This wedding photo is going viral with thousands of likes on Facebook. The wildfire forced all the guests to evacuate this couple's ceremony site. But first, (gasps) photographer Josh Newton captured these stunning images.
1: So they actually really... Oh! This is a a real...
2: So shit around you burning.
1: Oh my God. Smokey
2: is coming telling you to get your ass out of here. My home is burning and you like, fuck that, we gonna snap a picture.
1: What is wrong this with... This is
2: why dumb people die in fire. Sorry.
1: What is wrong with white people? Oh, my God.
2: You could have died. The party could have died. There they wouldn't have been no... they be like, they was married for a full five minutes, and they died together.
1: In a oh, blaze. Um. Yeah, the tornado is real. It's moving. <gasps> oh, my God. Are
2: you serious? Oh, finish playing that article. I oh, will. Just give me okay. a second.
1: I want to show people a picture in here of the tornado couple um oh, so that's a real tornado yeah um, or it, it looks like it maybe it's not but it damn sure looks like it because um does because it moves later on in the background but yeah to another yeah it does move so i don't know man this shit look real to me it was real to me damn it um wow that white people are m- amazing yes they are that I would and, never do this. And you know what? Look, it's a tornado, honey. Hurry up. Get your wedding dress on.
2: And also, I, this is just my opinion, it goes into a lot of the vanity of weddings, which a lot of people don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It goes into the, I got to out top your wedding. My wedding has to be more spectacular than yours. I have to have the best. I have to have the greatest. I have to have the most. Yeah.
1: Mo- like, it's a competition. Like, right. right. Now, next thing you know, it's going to be people like running out of, Nine eleven disasters and shit, like oh look at us we our wedding picture was taken at Benghazi motherfucker we we really in love. we almost died for this one picture, right, anyway, we're getting divorced, uh and uh the kids are going with her
2: right the, the next time they they're gonna you you're gonna have a helicopter over the tornado or over the hurricane, and then you they picture gonna be them jumping into
1: it, mhm, wow, yeah, let me see that's not hear. smart. See if I can finish. We're going to hear
2: about somebody dying doing this bullshit.
0: Images. I'm Shannon Ray Green, and this is Zoom In. I spoke with Josh, who has photographed 200 weddings and never experienced anything quite like this. Meet April Hartley and Michael Wolber. The happy couple got married in Oregon last Saturday, while a natural disaster threatened to ruin their big day. But it didn't. As the two bulls wildfire raged on in the sky, April was about to walk down the aisle when firefighters had to stop the wedding. April's dad told guests with tears in his eyes that everyone would have to evacuate. But there is a happy ending. Firefighters changed their minds as long as the ceremony was shortened. Josh pulled the newlyweds aside to grab portraits with the massive wildfire as a backdrop, while the wedding guests helped to pack up everything and relocated to a nearby park. Josh told me that if the bride and groom weren't so calm and even excited, saying things like "We'll never forget this," it would have been impossible to get these photos that people can't stop sharing. So, what do you think of them?
1: I can't wait for them to get divorced and those same wedding fire photos where everybody to be like, "I saw it coming. It was an omen. She was gonna burn through his life. <laughs> yeah, she she burned through their through their uh banking accounts the same way." Uh, but yeah, and then like also, um, guest, nigga, if you invite me to a wedding and you tell me there's going to be a motherfucking wildfire, I'm not making it, dog. I will mail you your present. I hope it turn. As a matter of fact, I will mail you a present after y'all survive the wedding. so i don't waste money
2: and and the thing is like i think did they already know or 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 did they or if like if if i I
1: mean it's not like they were at the wedding and then the wildfire broke out these are natural disasters
2: okay so these is the wildfires they be talking about be burning people houses down and they be tell oh so they was like fuck it we gonna have our wedding anyway yeah and not just that guests
1: came i'm not coming dumbasses your day, like this, is the arrogance of everybody's with these weddings. It's like, right? My day's so special. I don't give a fuck if you are gonna die in a fire. You need to come see it. It's only gonna be one day. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, fuck that. you and your day. No, I'm not coming. I would. The only reason I would have been excited is because they shortened the wedding. So as a guest, I would be like, yes. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. Let's go. Let's get this show on the That's road. That's still dumb. And you
2: know what? I don't mean no harm. That's why I can't be able to. Police, the fire department, because I be like niggas, it's a fire. We, be- I don't give a fuck about you. extended. get y'all asses the fuck out
1: of here. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like the idea of a wedding is such an arrogant thing because it takes so much time to do and pull off. The, the even the fire department is like, all right, we'll just we'll let other people die.
2: And, and, so we we'll let like,
1: it burn a little right. longer.
2: And the thing about it is that for the uh, fire department, and it, 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 people are so fucking dumb, it, for the fire department, if they would have made them move, everybody would like, "Well, the fire department made them shorten their wet because of a goddamn fire." Yes, do you do y'all pick y'all people that dumb and idiotic?
1: Her father was just crying because it probably cost so much.
2: Right, he was. A, I spent a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> right. and now y'all don't even get to eat the fucking twenty thousand dollar cake. <laughs> 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 and I flew some of y'all asses out here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they uh, waiting on fire, man. That is.
2: Yeah, that yeah that that's 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 why I'm glad I'm not over no emergency nothing because. My black ass would have had everybody upset. I'd have shot y'all ass in the water. Get the fuck
1: out of here, people. I just hope this shit ends up in an investigative discovery show. You know? Uh-huh. That's that's hey, my highest hopes cause I already know which pictures they gonna use. You hey, know, the ones that y'all standing in front of the fire and then they're gonna zoom in, turn it to grayscale and be uh-huh. like you know, it started out looking like Kathy and John would be together forever. But on that day, there was a fire, and they should have known.
2: You know, <laughs> you know what? Like they got the Great American, uh, re- no, the Great, um, Global Race, whatever that TV show great is. Am-
1: the Great American Race. Yeah,
2: Great American Race, Great National Race, whatever that oh, okay. TV show is. Mm-hmm. Next one's gonna be the Great American Race, where they just gonna go around and show people having like the most ridiculous weddings ever. Like they gonna be out there standing in front of cows, eating, uh, coyote dung, talking about we getting married.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not doing it, dog. Like that i'm not even coming to your wedding if there's a wildfire let alone being in it or having my wedding that that just is a call we just need to call it off oh another day
2: somebody gave me a name it's called the amazing race which is even better the amazing wedding that ought to be the name of the show the amazing wedding to show you how fucking dumb people are and they probably go all over the world just being dumb and idiotic
1: speaking of being dumb uh steven spielberg found out how fucking stupid people can be uh, uh over the weekend
2: Uh-oh.
1: Uh oh. apparently uh you know they're filming the, the newest jurassic park it's like jurassic park four or some shit mm-hmm. um so while they uh are filming that you know he put out a picture from taking on the set of his 1993 blockbuster jurassic park where there's a stegosaurus that's dead laying on the ground mm-hmm. uh in Oh, uh, no, Triceratops. And in the tris- and in, in the movie, the Triceratops is sick. And the doctor has to go through his dung to try to find out what's wrong with it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he took a picture on set with that prop. Okay. And he released it on uh, the internet. And everybody thinks that he killed the Triceratops and took a picture of it hunting. What? They're fucking not even real. What's wrong with people? Yep. Yep.
2: This this, where in the world can you go and see one of these alive today? What yeah. they think was it a goddamn elephant?
1: Cause like the new thing is people get mad at, um, people are getting mad at like there's just cheerleaders and like like these basically white girls, um, and they go um, through your uh, like they go they go take pictures on hunting trips and they take the pictures in front of other animals of dead animals yeah
2: a lot of them uh, doing that one
1: one girl just lost her modeling contract because of that wow Um, the other one that she there was a girl who was quote unquote discovered at the world cup where they basically look for beautiful women in at the world cup and you know some of them become like famous some of them get modeling jobs and stuff Mm mm-hmm well, she was about to get a modeling job, and then someone went through her old, like, Instagram photos and found pictures of her posing with dead animals, and now she probably won't get one, you know, They're so. Like, nope, if we can't have, we, we can't have Peter on Is nope. Uh, the picture was taken on the set of the 1993 blockbuster Jurassic Park and was posted online last Sunday by Facebook meme maker uh, with Jay Bronson, and wit Jay Bronson, what, what? wit is a, ver- is a noun, what is that, meme maker and wit? okay whatever in an apparent reference to the Fuhrer uh, surrounding Kendall Jones a 19 year old Texas cheerleader who gained notoriety for posing with exotic animals she had killed Branscombe added a jokey caption claiming the photo showed a despicable hunter uh, yeah he wrote disgraceful photo of a recreational hunter happily posing next to a triceratops he just slaughtered please share so the word can, uh, world can name and shame this despicable man Nine thousand people liked it. Thirty-one thousand people shared it.
2: Do they not understand that that? Number one, the animal is extinct. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, it's a prop. Are so these people too young to to have even seen the original movie? Like, like the person that put up that uh that that one of the uh uh spaceship blowing up, they thought it was fireworks, like. Uh, we get now where people just be like, I, I, fuck it, this is real. They won't even really go find out
1: the picture. One woman said, he is a disgusting, inhumane pussy. I love to see these hunters be stopped. I think zoos are the best way to keep these anim- innocent animals safe. Assholes like this piece of shit are going into these beautiful animals' homes and killing them. It's no different than someone coming into your home and murdering you. That's what's so selfish about people that hunt they're uneducated and their way of thinking is well these animals are overpopulating are going to die anyway <laughs> it's triceratops overpopulating well yeah. uh, put it like this
2: if the if they was overpopulating bitch you would know you would know because you would walk outside and they would be outside tearing up your house
1: your neighbor's house stomping around you would know well, human beings are overpopulating. And guess what? If we're going to kill an innocent human being, use and use that as an excuse. We be in prison. I think it's time to say the same thing about animal rights. Steven Spielberg, I'm disappointed in you. I'm not watching any of your movies again. Animal killer.
2: Yeah, you're stupid. And yeah, we do kill human beings pointlessly. Yeah. Somebody else to said.
1: Someone else said that Steven Spielberg, director of Jurassic Park, only two people liked it. The next person said, "I don't care who he is. He should not have shot that animal. Nine people like that. People are dumb. Oh my God! People are stupid. Yeah. Um, a lot of commentators, uh, commenters, uh, apparently fail to realize that the Triceratops has been extinct for sixty-six million years. Right. So.
2: Right. They pay no attention in school. None.
1: Yeah." Wow, man. Um <laughs> uh, then, An animal that uh, doesn't even exist.
2: Like like where you let me know a zoo that you see this animal in. Yeah, uh
1: he also uh Jay Bronsco also took another picture uh of that uh Steven Spielberg did on the set of jaws with him standing on top of the, the Jaws prop
2: mm-hmm.
1: as <laughs> And did the same thing? Is <laughs> somebody trolling this man? Uh, I mean, he's just joking. I mean, he's a jokester, I guess, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and uh, people just eat it up thinking yeah, it, it's real.
2: It shows you how stupid people are.
1: Oh my god, that's so good. People are so dumb. That poor Triceratops. Why would you kill it? It's all mechanical with all its parts. Yeah. Oh man. Um. But yeah, this. Uh, you know, watch a movie or two, guys, and uh, you'll be fine. That's what happens when pay attention every, in school, guys. That's why everybody needs to read a history book. Go right, and hey, you got Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce changes the lyric. Oh wait, let me play our music. I almost forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Day ninety-three of our nation's waking nightmare: Solange Gate. Apparently, Beyonce changed the lyrics to resentment, and of course, it was taken down from YouTube uh, on on one of her uh, live performances, and the internet exploded with Jay Z cheating rumors. There's little Beyonce can do without the entire world taking notes, subsequently trying to decode every possible meaning. So when she changed the lyrics to heartbreak, ballad, resentment at a recent tour stop, the Internet spun into a frenzy. Queen Bee took to the stage in Cincinnati, Ohio on June 28, dressed in an all white bridal themed ensemble, complete with a veil. She belted out Resentment, a track from her 2006 album, Mm B-Day. I like that song. But that night, Beyonce decided to revamp the song by switching up some of the lyrics. Mm -hmm. She changed the line, I'll always remember feeling good. I mean, i always remember feeling like I was no good. Like I couldn't do it for you like your mistress could, too. i always remember feeling like I was no good. Like I couldn't do it for you like that whack bitch could. Mm -hmm. the bigger shocker came when she changed been riding with you for six years i gotta look at her in her eyes and see she's had half of me too been riding with you for 12 years i gotta look her in her eyes and see she's had half of me she ain't even half of me that bitch will never be when she uttered the number 12 instead of six the crowd roared presumably because beyonce and jay-z have been together since circa 2002 of course the internet proceeded to explode with cheating rumors about the power couple on the other hand based on the new photos added to beyonce.com the carters look like they're doing just fine all this cuz got beat up in the elevator man mm-hmm. and so now you know she out here singing dropping these these illuminati hints you know uh, i'm surprised the people that the conspiracy theorists didn't get a hold of this you know, two thousand two, one year after nine eleven, Illuminati. <laughs> think about it. It's um, been
2: organized since the beginning.
1: Yeah, but uh, that's crazy, man. They've been uh, together for twelve years, and she changed the lyrics. Um, why do you think she changed the lyrics, you Think he cheating on her?
2: I have no idea, and and and, and that's that's that, that that's the thing. It's like nobody really knows because they keep their shit so private. But it's, like, if people get any insight, it's, like, it's, it's a fact.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, but it's a fact. The thing that's weird is, like, Beyonce is such a, like, person who was raised to be a quote-unquote star. And she's always on and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Uh, especially after seeing, like, that elevator footage and then how she walked to the car, like, the only one unaffected by it. Like, nothing just happened. Meanwhile, Solange looks mad. Right. Jay- Jay-Z has a look on his face kind of shocked and like, I'm not getting in this car with this girl. And um, she's the only one that's like, nothing to see here. Right. Cause she's Good been day, tra- my royal subjects. Yes, she has been trained that you don't let them see you sweat. Yeah, so she's above it. So I feel like if something did happen, we'd never know.
3: Mm-mm. Ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'd be like, I don't, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, you know, maybe she's cheating, maybe she's not. I don't think you can read her poker face. She would be nope. great. She would be great at poker because you can't tell. Ever tell. Uh, we talked about Tinder and how they um, they had a uh, employee that was suing them and stuff about sexual harassment and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. A female Yahoo exec has has sued for sexual harassment. A high-level female Yahoo executive helping to lead the company's mobile content efforts was named Friday in a lawsuit filed by a woman working under her who accused the supervisor of sexually harassing her. In her complaint, Nan Shi says uh, she was working at a principal software engineer when the supervisor, industry veteran Maria Zhang, Forced her to have sex against her will on multiple occasions, promising her a bright future at Yahoo if she mm-hmm. acquiesced. So she really was working under her mm-hmm. on her vagina. Um, so after coercing her to have oral and digital sex, so look at it digital it. sex, Skype fingers, fingers, oh, your digits,
2: <sighs> Just
1: throw a couple fingers up in there. <laughs> okay, new towels? I like digital sex, huh? Uh, she says she, when she finally resisted Zhang's advances, the executive retaliated by giving her a bad performance review and removing her as a project lead. When she reported the abuse to Yahoo, she says the company did nothing to stop it and that then put her on what eventually became an unpaid leave, following by a fir- final termination that took effect Friday. The lawsuit named Yahoo is a defendant and lists three causes for damages. Sexual harassment, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and wrongful termination. I wonder why you can't like file charges of like rape or sexual assault or something. Someone forced you to like something like that. I don't. Like, that thing is even beyond sexual harassment. You know, like if if some like if a boss was making a woman suck his dick every day. Like I feel like she, that that shit is criminal, not just you know civil. True, that's true. But a lot
2: a lot of it has to do with the way society looks at sex and sexuality. It's easier to charge somebody with this than it is to charge somebody with rape.
1: Yeah, I guess cause then also you could be like, well, they didn't actually, like, beat you up and make you rape them, which is right. the, the only way that people, uh, perceive, perceive rape. rape now, or just, the idea, of, well, you inserted your fingers into her. So that's, you know, it's, it should be rape on you, if anything, you know.
2: Right. So then you have to go through this whole thing of, of talking about every sexual encounter that you had. But like, like they would string that on to make that really, really, really nasty. Well, she's
1: going to have to talk about them all anyway, that's even true. in civil court. That's true,
2: too. But when you talk about rape, it's one of those things where she has to turn around and prove certain things. She might have to prove them anyway. Yeah, she's going to have but, to prove them But anymore. it's one of those things where they, I don't think they're going to go as
1: in-depth or a uh, territory. Well, people. you won't have to worry about con- consent or not consent uh in in a criminal but no actually no even in this case you'd have to worry about consent because your whole thing is i didn't want to do this so yeah she's gonna have to go through it either way i don't know i just thought it was interesting that it wasn't a criminal thing according to she and her sunnyvale attorney matthew fisher she had been working for zang's mobile app startup in seattle and these startups like it's the wild wild west Mm. You know.
2: They, they they get started, they're not organized, they a lot of people don't know the laws, they make their own shit up as they go, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 you have to be very, very organized.
1: And when Yahoo purchased it in two thousand thirteen, both women came down to work for Yahoo, she said Zang told her to move into a temporary Yahoo housing unit in Sunnyvale. While staying with pl- the plaintiff, Zang coerced plaintiff to have oral and digital sex with her on multiple occasions against her will Even after the plaintiff told her she did not want to have sex, the complaint alleges. Zhang told the plaintiff she would have a bright future at Yahoo if she had sex with her. She also stated she could take away everything from her, including her job, stocks, and future if she did not do what she wanted. The complaint alleges that Zhang, as she's manager, forced her to work grueling hours and composed work emails over the weekend at the apartment, sometimes right after sex. Damn. Damn. Oh, that was good, girl. Go in there and write an uh, email telling about the conference call tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Zang did not respond to a request for comment, but a Yahoo spokesperson said there is absolutely no basis or truth to the allegations against Maria Zang. Maria is an exemplary Yahoo executive, and we intend to fight vigorously to clear her name. According to her LinkedIn program, Zhang is the senior director of engineering at Yahoo, where she currently leads the mobile content and mobile SDK team for Yahoo's mobile and emerging products uh, organization. Maria leads the direction and executive of Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Fantasy Sports, Yahoo News Digest, and Yahoo App. So um, In an emotional interview Friday, she broke down after she described being forced to have sex with Zane. Yeah, I was in a deep sleep one morning, sleeping on a sofa because she had taken my bed When she came in without clothes on, crawled into my blanket and woke me up, hugging me, kissing my face and neck. I I woke up and I got scared. I was shocked. I said, what are you doing? She said she liked me a long time, but I didn't feel the same towards her. I said, come on, we're friends. I love you as a person, but not as a lover
2: and my thing is this i i i want to i want to see how people are going to handle this are they going to treat it because it's a woman on another woman i wonder how seriously are people going to take this versus a a man over a woman
1: yeah I'm, i mean cause like even and what's funny is like i wonder if yahoo or any company will have the back of, of a dude in this situation the way they did where it's like they the name will be cleared. they did nothing wrong we absolutely right just the fact that you live together with another with a um employee i'm if i'm releasing a statement it's well we're gonna not comment on this until you know it plays right. out in the court of law because it you know if you don't want to say some shit that you might find out is not true you know yes She was born in China said she did not report the assaults to police or to Yahoo because she was worried that publicly going after Zhang could mean the end of her career. But after finally stopping Zhang's advances, she says the supervisor began to retaliate by giving her poor performance evaluations. Finally this past spring, Z reported she reported that the sexual assaults to oh she reported the sexual assaults to Yahoo's human resource department. In 2012, GeekWire named Zang Geek of the Week for her work on the app she developed. And in the Q and A, Zang says she loves cooking and good peach martini. And the
2: thing she was
1: getting up in them good peaches, all right. She was drink a lot of martinis, billions of peaches, peaches and- for me.
2: <laughs> and I guess the the way I look at it is this: A, I wonder, like you said, would they have? Been as supportive of a man, or they just figure out men just do this shit and they don't, they, they just let it play out, but because it's a
1: woman, they feel like they have to quote unquote protect her and back her up. I don't know. I mean, because like, I'm just, I'm just only wondering. Okay. You know, I, I'm wondering about the amount of forcefulness to Yahoo's statement, which is like this unequivocal, we will save. Okay. This person did not do this shit. Because like, even when the dude, um, For American Apparel that we just covered uh, the other day. By the way, he's uh, got his job back, kind of. He's working as a consultant for American Apparel now. Uh, But even with that dude, like, they didn't release a statement like, oh, he didn't do any of this shit. It was like, let's pay these people, hush this up, geek this quiet, and stay away from it, you know?
2: Right.
1: So, I don't know. It's just very... Mm, very weird
2: it's gonna be like i said with it being female it's just gonna be interesting how it plays out uh, you know because how our society views sex and sexuality and how our society view uh uh women having sex period mm-hmm. you know it's just gonna be interesting because to me uh sexual harassment is sexual harassment i don't care who does it or what gender or sexuality you are you have no business doing that to anybody
1: um i saw this ad the other day on tv and i thought this is the worst ad I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It's for 5-Hour Energy. To those who still
3: find the taste of 5-Hour Energy a little strong, don't miss the 5-Hour Energy $100,000 Yummification Contest. Mix 5-Hour Energy with your favorite beverage. Yummification. Name it. Shoot it. Send us the video. Gamification. You can win a share of $100,000. For rules and requirements, go
1: to 5
3: the 5-Hour
1: Energy Yummification Contest. It's, it's delicious. delicious. <laughs> so, are they basically saying our shit is nasty? Yep. What is that? Why, why? It's your job. It's not my job to make your shit edible. So you farming your work out to me?
2: Right. These are with orange juice. It, hmm? it gonna give me $100,000 on shit you're gonna make a billion dollars on?
1: Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with that, man? That's You never admit your shit's terrible. I was like, this is a horrible ad, you know? They're being
2: truthful. They was like, we ain't going to lie. Our shit is nasty. We know it. We know. put like this, I guarantee you somebody on like the social media network and shit, you know, people like, well, um, my five hour energy tastes like shit. How can I make it better? And people probably giving tips. Hey, mix it with lemonade. Hey, they was like, you know what? We can get them to do some shit that we're too fucking lazy and we don't want to spend the marketing, research, and development to do it. Let's get them to come up with some good shit. Pay them $100,000 on some shit that we're gonna make
1: babillions on. And they're not gonna have a fucking right to. This is like having a car paintification, you know? Thing. <laughs> You know, come come paint our car, car paintification. We haven't decided what color to paint the car, but you paint it yourself, send us a picture. We might give you some money.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and I didn't think about it. Somebody said in the chat room, which I didn't think about, says a share, which means they might choose several people's right. product and be like, hey, you get five, you get a thousand. Like, you don't know how much money you're going to get, and they're going to make a killing off of it if it yeah. tastes good.
1: You know who else uh doesn't mind you mixing their nasty drinks? Red Bull. Red Bull and Vodka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't say anything about it in their ass. Why? Because you're already doing it. Um, Here's a clip of... uh um, one of these MSNBC uh, political like from day one discussions. We
3: understand, mm-hmm. and of course I yeah, understand as a reporter who enemy. worked in this city Shame for fourteen years, that we know that there are people that have tough financial Maureen. situations. Maureen. Shame on you. Maureen, Maureen, one moment. We know that there are people that have tough financial situations. We work here in Detroit. We've survived bankruptcy. We get it, we see it every day. But unfortunately, there are people that do not feel like they yeah, need to so pay this bill like that they're Hank, going Hank, to get water
0: Hank, if you, And you've talked to these people. People have said to you, you know what? I've got the money. I just don't want to pay for water.
3: Right. I mean, we, we've heard no, stories he on both sides of this. Maureen, you have to, to, Maureen, you have to like let him answer.
0: Maureen, you have to let him answer.
3: Maureen, you got to give us a minute here. Maureen, his lips are moving. Ma- Maureen. <laughs> Maureen. Maureen. Maureen, Maureen, come on. Hank, well, Hank, obviously, I understand Hank, what we're doing here with the other side of the issue. We understand what we're
1: dealing with she said i will find oh, you out you didn't play the whole clip
2: because at the beginning like that's kind of cut short
1: because
2: mm-hmm. at basically at the beginning of the clip before before this he was saying that there are people out there in detroit because for people that don't know up in detroit they're uh cutting off people's water and like hiking their uh water bills like overnight and like mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of dollars and these people can't pay. And a lot of a lot of people are poor and minority and a lot of them are over by like the, the 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 lake. So I personally this is just my opinion. I personally think a lot of it is the city trying to get these people out of here and it's, and what's happening is the city is, is outsourcing this job to somebody else. And these people are coming in, they threatening these people, they're harassing these people, they're talking about putting foreclosure I mean what uh liens and loans against these people's houses to get rid of these people out of these communities. And so a lot of these people have came together. They've been frightened. They've been protesting. They've been getting civil lawsuits together. They've been in court and things like that to try to get the city to stop this foolishness. And mm. basically, this dude went out to the, went out there and was basically coming back and reporting saying that you have people out here that would rather pay a cable bill than a phone bill. And that's what made this woman mad because her thing is like, who in a right goddamn mind would do some dumb ass bullshit like this? And I agree with her. Who have you talked to that told you? they would rather pay cable than water you need water to live dog Mm -hmm. that makes no sense what you're saying and a lot of it is cold word when people use because you don't want to go with them niggas over there ain't doing this you don't want to do that so you code the words and phrases certain ways because a lot of these communities are uh, 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 um, primarily primarily black
1: yeah i just like when she was like you can tell he's lying his lips are moving you're not Right. Look, you're not gonna out-talk a black woman oh. when she get it when she mad. Dog. He was losing from the second that he tried to be like, "Now Maureen, now Maureen, I just need a minute. Now I talk to these people, and he's lying. I've talked to the people, and uh, uh, you can tell because his lips are moving. Um, now Maureen, come on now, come on, please. <laughs> that was good.
2: Oh yeah, she was hot. She, and, and I'm like her. Uh, she was like, who, "Who are these people that you interviewing? Just saying this like you're making shit up because it sounds good and mm-hmm. it makes a lot of people go yeah them niggas don't well,
1: deserve to I blame drink. Him, I blame MSNBC and um because this is what they do they bring that the cable news thinks their job is to have arguments now versus reporting the goddamn news you know it's like they think their entire job is we bring on no matter how fucking ridiculous one side of this is, we bring on a person that is on the other side of this to argue with somebody who's actually been on the streets like Maureen Taylor, who's an activist. Fuck that. She's a Detroit activist. We'll bring her on. She probably knows her shit. Then we bring on a TV reporter who went out there and talked to two people. Right. Because he'll forcefully say no right because she's involved in a lot
2: of the community and a lot of stuff out there and so she's looking at him like dog I'm out here all the time I really see these people paying and who are, who are you talking to to saying this ridiculous shit
1: yep uh, that's, uh, that's what happens man um I thought this was pretty weird um some dude wrote for a site called Return of Kings a guide to getting laid at anime conventions and it's basically just a pickup artist guy. I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was just mostly like, hey, girls that go to anime conventions wear these little skimpy ass outfits and they look good and they have bad self-esteem. So you should try, this is how you pick them up. The cosplay girls and all this stuff. Uh,
2: That's not a true. You have some people that do that shit because they like to do that shit and have tons of self-esteem.
1: Right, right. But it's one of these uh, scummy ass pickup artist type things. And they took pictures of different girls and stuff and um uh, you know, talked about how they're uh, you know, this one's fat and this one's uh uh goth woman this you know like it was just, just so it it so it tell them to aim low, don't don't don't
2: go for the hot ones.
1: Yeah. I, who cares? People are dumb. Yeah. I just read it and was like, what a misogynistic piece of shit to write that
2: right and the sad part he ain't the only one that feels like that like a lot of them dudes go out there and that's their whole purpose they're not really going out there for the event for the atmosphere for the fun and the enjoyment of
1: it and they wonder why like these women like will complain about some of the treatment that they get you know because to a lot of cosplayers this is expressing their fanhood this is expressing how much they like something men and women it's not just women dressing up you know now it happens to be that in a lot of these animes and all this stuff some of the women are dressed uh scantily clad yeah. or you know to accentuate certain elements of their body but there's women that like that because it's like you know there's a power in the sexuality and i like dressing like this and then you go out to these conventions and you get a bunch of fucking weird ass socially awkward nerds yes. trying to holler at you uh in disrespectful manners you know which uh leads to some of the, you know, backlash to this. But mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, these type of this dude writing this shit is just kinda stupid, you know. So it, it was just like uh you know, it's was, it was just dumb, man. So I just thought yeah, it was funny. Who
2: wrote this ass?
1: Yeah. Um speaking of uh some scummy shit, uh a sixteen year old girl Mm-hmm. Who was a victim of rape became an internet meme.
2: How is this possible?
1: Jada, a sixteen year old junior in high school, claims she was drugged and raped at a high school party after accepting a drink from a friend of a friend. Oh But as a truly but as truly disturbing as those allegations are, the aftermath is almost worse. Photos and videos of the assault circled on social media. Jada's accused rapist mocked her repeatedly on Twitter, and at some point in the whole soulless spectacle, a meme was born. It was called Jada Pose, and it consists of lying prone and half-clothed on the floor. Oh! Per Topsy, a Twitter analytics tool, the hashtag has been used 3,000 times since it was coined Tuesday night, and apparently in response to the 11 p.m. local news broadcast in which Jada went public. Um, and, yeah, apparently is people taking different pictures. It looks like some of these people are taking their pictures down now that they've been... Um, you know, now that they've been caught out there, um, well, nope. One person left is up on Vine, but um, it's it's the person laying on the ground, and then like pants are pulled down, and their legs are like bent up. You know, like they like they passed out, like someone knocked them out. <coughs> Clearly, you know, how exactly does this happen? Even after Steubenville and Torrington and dozens of similarly disturbing high school rape cases how does a rape victim become a mean because people don't give a fuck about women mm-hmm. on the most immediate level of course it only takes one person with a twitter account and a cell phone camera in that case a foul mouth houston knight will call trey who kicked off the trend on twitter uh but social media networks are also communities which inherently means trey didn't act alone within 24 minutes of his first jada post tweet the hashtag was used nearly 500 times, chiefly within a group of Houston teenagers who seemed to know Jada and other partiers involved. Uh, at any point, any user could have stifled the meme by tweeting out against it or replying to Trey with some kind of complaint. But instead users reply with laughing so hard on crying emoji or variants of LOL with the punctuation drawn way out. So like, Oh, we're having so this is so funny to us. Um, now, I will say these, if, if all these kids are young, teens and shit, um, teenagers are horrible fucking people. Yes, they and are. That is probably, um, th- they don't even realize the, um, re- repercussions of their actions, cause, you know, um, that one, you could be implicating yourself in a crime if you're yes. the kid who posted it but you thought it was so funny that you were posted online because you just are that disconnected from seeing this girl as a human being or seeing what you did as a crime. You know, you think it's like a funny gag or a prank that you Right.
2: Play. You don't see that in inhu- You don't see <clears throat> it. It's inhumane to do this to somebody.
1: Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the lack of actual uh, punishment for a lot of this shit and the fact that our society will blame this girl like right she went to a party she drank something wh- who knows if it was alcohol or not but um from that point on your rape is on you and that's pretty much the end of it as far as most people are concerned it's like the dudes did what they were supposed to do and rape you that's that's what boys are supposed to do right because be they're trying to rape you at all times because
2: they can't control their dicks they can't control their <coughs> hormones they can't right. pass
1: up pussy you know even because if, no and because not just that no one would bother to teach them that no That's nobody right. is supposed to sit down with their son and go yeah can, the consent is the number one thing that when it comes to sex nothing else fucking matters like if you don't get that then you don't do anything you know this wasn't a gray area of oh i thought she consented no you she passed out in on purpose cuz somebody drugged her and then she was raped and then it was a hilarious joke to spread around the internet for everyone to high five retweet and like and all this shit
2: right and 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 the the thing about it is that um eventually it wouldn't surprise me if eventually they'll make laws well because it's women, I don't know, but they need to make fucking laws against this if for something like that. I would sue like mm-hmm. like sue your parents like somebody if if this was me somebody's getting motherfucking sued you do not do this yep. because and, now
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm sorry because now in the age of the internet it's not like it used to be where if some shit happened you could go to another goddamn town Three miles over and you cool now this shit is forever and it's worldwide. it is not the same this is some shit that she's gonna do with for the rest of her life
1: yeah and the social implications of social media strike again here right because um <clears throat> how often do you see things happen where you're like man this person is doing something hypocritical or bullshit or whatever and they don't get called out on it because their friends don't want to be ostracized you know like um there's been times where like i'll see people that say internet bullying is wrong but then they'll be harassing somebody for (laughs) posting a picture of a plate of food or they'll you know or uh the hypocrisy in my opinion of people that go look it's misogynistic to to try to focus on women's looks as the only value they have to add to society and you're like, okay, I, I dig that. You, you're right. We shouldn't judge women just based on their looks alone. That's not the complete value and worth of a human being. But then Stacey Dash says some shit about being Republican, and all of a sudden, it's she's an ugly-ass bitch. Look at her face, Uh that thought. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. People are hypocrites, but it's funny because a lot of the hypocrisy is tied to the fact that the social element elements of social media lead people to just say, I'm going to stay out of this one. I know this is wrong. I know that you, that this shouldn't happen. I want to stay away from it. And when it compounds by, you know, throwing in the immaturity of teenagers in there. Right. You know, it's even worse. Like these kids are fucking stupid. And then they're going to be like, oh, I, I you know, I don't see the big deal. You know, like it's, I just don't fit in, you know, and the kids that do know better are going to not say shit because they don't want to have a problem socially. But it's funny, I watch it play out with grown-ass men. Why would teenagers right. be amused, immune to it? I watch it play out with grown-ass women. Why would uh, those girls be immune to it? I remember when we did the Steubenville um, uh, news art items that we were talking about. A lot of the shaming came from women. like yes, other it did. And not just women, like grown women. Mm-mm. Other teenage girls that it could have happened to, some of them, right. I guarantee, it did happen to. Yep. And they were like, oh, you weak bitch. Look at you reporting your rape you know this is just supposed to happen this is what happened to me and i didn't tell nobody and now i'm mad at you for fucking up the football team you know
2: right because they're that dumb and that naive and i hope every motherfucker that did this goes to fucking jail
1: yeah and i'm sure some people um uh I'm sure there's some people that got a hold of this and started speaking out against them and talk, talked about these kids because, obviously, this shit has been taken down. The pictures, uh, all the shit that they were doing. Yeah, so Twitter was like, Somebody hey, got y'all got to them. take that down. Yeah, and, and people say, you know, we want Twitter to police this shit tighter and stuff. It's really – what Twitter is trying to do is so ambitious. I don't think you can police it right. Nope. It's, it's I like, really don't. Nah. Like – Unless you just take away everybody's tools, you're going to have to be like, right. no more posting pictures, period. Mm-hmm. No more, di- like, it's, humanity is impossible to, to police, and the lack of humanity is even more impossible to, uh, to police, you know? And when people decide, like, I'm going to, every tool they get, you can use for something bad. <clears throat> I've been right. trolled by people on Twitter that are racist, and they'll invent a new Twitter account. Daily, basically. Like the next day, it's another person calling me a nigger. And then the next day, it's another person calling me a nigger. There's some times where they try to copy my avatar. Like they do everything they can to treat, see if they can get under your skin. And all I do is block them because that's the tools that I have. But, uh you know, um I think in these situations where it's involving real people and real crimes, um, I kind of like that they have the tools to incriminate themselves. I, right. I'm, you know, maybe you guys disagree or whatever, but I like the idea of, okay, you think that's funny? You're going to post about your rape? Welcome to prison, motherfucker. Right. What
2: <coughs> what, what, what is your hashtag? All right, Twitter. And, 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 and the thing about it is that uh, I like the fact that, uh, Twitter was like, take this shit down. Like, that, like that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to take it down once it's brought
1: to their attention. Yeah. And it's- or, or they may have just taken it down because they started getting attention from other people, though, Karen. Right. It might not have been Twitter said, delete this. It may have been other people going, oh, oh, you think this is funny? And then, they were, oh, what, what happened? Somebody really got raped? Let me take this down. You know, because ah. that's the other thing, too. That is another element of this. <clears throat> we don't really know what exactly the other people knew right because they could have thought it was so-and-so passed out drunk so you know let me eat, take a step back from this article real quick as and just say i don't know for a fact that all these kids were in on this you know what i mean as an adult it seems like a very easy assessment to make but as a kid if you go out and get fucking shit hammered drunk there's so many pictures on the internet of people like passed out with their pants around their ankles laying on a fucking table or something and you're like oh that person partied too hard and maybe that could be possible they thought oh look this girl we know partied too hard got so drunk she was laying on the floor and they
2: not realized and not know
1: that she got raped so it's possible that they could have not even assumed that there was a rape that happened so i don't want to just jump into that and go Oh, yeah, these kids definitely think it's funny she got raped. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. And those tweets, it seems, have been deleted at this point.
2: Yeah, either that person did it or either Twitter, like somebody, but it, like, it's either way it happened, it went down. Yeah, And I think that's for the best. And also, I uh, like the fact that if something like this <laughs> happened, you contact Twitter. Twitter, legally. Uh you might have to get a lawyer, but they'll release that information to you. We're like, here you go, they ain't got be business doing this. Like, because Twitter yeah. does not want to be sued. Like who
1: wants to be sued over some bullshit? And at this point, the Jada Post timeline is just full of like feminists and people fighting back against uh the the initial uh whatever happened. Yeah, because people have heard about it. Yeah, so there's no um ain't no jokey jokes in there no more like yeah now it's just either people going after the people who posted the pictures or it's people saying like you know we're standing with jada we you know it's like a so now it's not it's not even close to like you couldn't you pretty much can't find out if the people at the beginning thought it was a rape and thought that rape was funny or if the people at the beginning just thought that uh People uh, just thought that she passed out at the party.
2: Yeah, you probably have to go back forever to get to the beginning. Once that many people start uh, yeah. getting into it,
1: and this is murky territory, like I said, because uh, I hate to be all super reasonable and shit. But um, if if the kids just really thought she passed out at the party, which in my opinion has a different set of issues, but yes, it has, has been normalized in America, yes, then I wouldn't just say, "Oh, these kids definitely thought she got raped and it was funny." But if um, you know, if the kids actually, uh, you know, have a, um, you know, if the kids are actually out there going, she got raped and it's funny, then, uh, yeah, then people are, are pieces of shit. So, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, this is that's sad all around for everybody involved, man. Mm-hmm. I, and, uh, for her, for her family, <clears throat> like, just for everybody just... Yeah involved and for uh, like these kids who just the idea of these kids who think this shit is a a gay you know what i mean like just you know even the idea of going to a party at 16 and getting so drunk you passed out would be fucked up you know what i mean that and that's best case scenario right worst case scenario they just laughing at her getting raped that's the worst case scenario best case scenario is it's confusion you know end of the day uh i don't see how people can really you know pass that around like it's something you know like it's something funny because it's not to me at all yeah uh speaking of rape rape victims say bob jones university religious university told them to repent repent for what i guess for being raped karen Oh, re- re- repent for
2: your dick getting hard. Repent because you can control yourself. Re- repent from your actions. How, why am I repenting for you on your behalf?
1: Raised in a conservative Mennonite home in rural Ohio, Katie Landry was a shelter kid. She hadn't even held hands with a boy at age 19. Mm-mm. She says her supervisor at her summer job raped her two years later. Desperate for help, she reported the abuse to the dean Students, the dean of students at a college. He goes, well, there's always a sin under, under other sin. There's a root sin. And he said, we have to find the sin in your life that's caused your rape. And I just ran. Wow. Landry ended up dropping out of college and didn't tell anyone else for five years. Her college was Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina. The flagship campus for American fundamentalists, uh, which teaches literal interpretation of the Bible and separation from the world. Last year, Bob Jones University hired a watchdog group to investigate how it may have failed sexual abuse victims. <clears throat> I remember we covered that, and they got rid of that group. Right, because they was coming out with real stats and real figures. <laughs> the so-called Fortress of Faith, one of the most closed-off Christian colleges in America, was finally opening itself up. In in America Tonight investigation, five former students detail similar scarring treatment at the hands of the BJU uh, faculty. Maybe that was a problem. It's like, BJU, man, it's in the title. It's not our fault. <laughs> Uh, they spoke of a larger culture that heaped on shame and pu- pushed into silence. One focused on purity and reputation and the system of unquestioning obedience. Uh, but most damaging was how through a language of scripture, victims say they were told that their sins had brought on their rapes and that their trauma meant they were fighting God and that healing came from forgiving their rapist. The women intervened. Uh, I mean, interviewed for this article. I mean, no one intervened. Uh, attended BJU during the course of three different decades from the early 1990s to 2010s and none of them are fully recovered of course (laughs) one roots in in 2004 Landry worked over the summer for an ambulance company in Columbus, Ohio one night she was counting supplies at the back of the ambulance as she said she felt the prick of a needle I just couldn't move and he came over and took my clothes off I could still speak so I was telling him no and he raped me and my eyes filled with tears but I couldn't brush the tears away told that he would do worse to her nine-year-old sister if she didn't come back. Landry said she had five more shifts and was raped three more times before she left for her freshman year at BJU. Landry didn't know the word rape. She only knew adultery and liked the man's wife, she said. Afraid of her attacker and deeply ashamed, she said she failed most of her classes first semester and kept her a secret until her junior year. I just needed help. I needed help really bad. Landry said she was referred to Jim Berg, the dean of students. After she shared a a story, she said Berg asked whether she'd been drinking or smoking pot or if she felt she'd been impure. When he brought up her roots in, she said she raced out of the building. He just confirmed my worst nightmare. It was something I, I had done. It was something about me. It was my fault. So she thought it was her fault, too.
2: And because society trains you, society trains any rape victim that it is your fault. A situation that you have no control, where somebody <laughs> overpowers you,
1: is automatically your fault. Not to mention, you know, uh, a lot of stuff in the Bible is just all this crime and punishment of like, and this is what you brought on yourself because of this action earlier. So it's your fault, you know? Like God had to punish you. God is gonna punish you. This is your punishment. You earned this punishment. And it's like, how the fuck did I earn my rape? You know. The bitterness, BJU practices, preaches, and instructs a version of Christian counseling that rejects secular psychology. In the school's worldview, almost all mental problems beyond the medical are the result of sin. As explained in the 1996 book, Becoming an Effective Christian Counselor, most people in mental hospitals are not sick. They are sinful. <clears throat> so you you not have bipolar disorder. it's You, you were sinning. <clears throat> Written by Walter Fremont, who was the dean of education at BJU for 37 years, and his wife, Trudy Fremont, a former BJU professor, and the book specifically addresses incest and rape advising counselors to emphasize that the blame lies with the abuser but the author also makes clear that being sexually assaulted is no excuse for the sinful feelings of discontent hate fear and especially bitterness unresolved anger that in reality is a rebellion and bitterness against god so you anger against your rapist you are angry against god so that's not true <clears throat> according to this this book it is karen if you are have any shame, anything about you, then uh, from the result of rape, um, then it's uh, that's that's your sin. That's are sinning. Discontentment, hate, fear, and bitterness. You're you're sinning. So don't show any signs of what happened to you. Don't try to address it. Just uh, pretend it didn't happen and act how you think it would happen. Uh, how you would act if it didn't happen. <clears throat> In a 2009 chapel service, former adjunct professor. Rand Hummel recounts how he instructed a young woman to ask her abuser, her stepdad, for forgiveness for her bitterness. <sighs> what? Oh, my God. <clears throat> and that afterwards, he received a letter from her saying, finally, for the first time in my teenage life, I can smile. So he basically said, I told her, uh, look, I know your se- stepdad sexually abused. Oh, wait, they have it here. They, they have the clip. But, uh, oh, they took it down because, of course. <laughs>
2: yeah, because people probably hit that shit and got angry.
1: <laughs> of course, they took it down. You know, people were protesting. Yeah, ask your, yeah, go, uh, apologize to your rapist and tell him that you're sorry you've been bitter towards him. Uh, because that's what, that's the real strength. That's what you need to learn, um, from, from, from your religion is that, you know, forgive this rapist dude um yeah they definitely took it down um and that was the edited version so it just got straight oh, to the shit i like to see the unedited version after asking her rapist for forgiveness on instruction of her bju counselor sarah didn't smile the man was a family member who had abused her for several years of child i didn't even know what sex was at that point all i knew was that it hurt and that i didn't like it when she started at BJU in the late 2000s, Sarah said she was haunted by flashbacks, nightmares, and a deep fear of men and was excited to finally get help. She was referred to Pat Berg, a professor of counseling at BJU and the wife of Jim Berg. I would say that the impact of the two years of counseling I had with her is, like, is that I felt like I had been raped all over again. In their many sessions, Sarah said Berg fixated on her sin and then blamed her when she failed to get better and said Berg told her she needed to repent of any pleasure she experienced during her abuse. Since BJU didn't recognize psychiatric concepts like post-traumatic stress disorder, she said she was also told she was choosing her trauma symptoms. I remember her looking at me saying, you know that the nightmares are your own fault because you're choosing to replay pornographic thoughts in your mind. According to emails, Berg also advised Sarah to call her rapist and ask for forgiveness. Sarah said Berg told her if she didn't forgive, God wouldn't be able to use her. Wow. Wow.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think, in my opinion, not all religious people, but a lot of these people keep a lot of these girls very, very, very naive because a lot of these girls hadn't really experienced the outside world. A lot of them been very sheltered. You know, 19 years old, you never have hands with a boy. You've never experienced anything like this in your life. And the thing about when... uh. Children are naive. You can dictate basically anything upon them because they don't know no better, and they're looking to you. uh They're going to authority for help, and the authority is, is isn't doing anything but abusing them even the more. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it, this is not just men and women. This is a culture that they've had there. This is a, a culture that they've had for years and years and years. And it's something where uh, a massive lawsuit has got to happen. And and even then, I don't think it's going to change. It's sad because this is so built into their culture. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, they know it's a problem because they hired an the outside group. Mm-hmm. The outside group give you real facts and real statistics and real numbers. And instead of facing the reality, you go, nah, fuck that. We're going to get somebody that's going to not tell us the truth because we've always been hiding behind things. It's easier to tell somebody else to not deal with the reality of being raped, not deal with the trauma that comes with it, go and, and and tell them to do these ridiculous and nonsensical shit when at the end of the day you really don't have to deal with the repercussions of it. And I wonder, honestly, what is their dropout rate at this college because of all this? And I wonder, in addition, how many males have been sexually assaulted? Cause we're just talking females. I guarantee you just don't yeah. stop at females.
1: Yeah. And not to mention just, um, also when you're blaming the victim and whatnot, like the misogyny is so ingrained in religion. It's really ridiculous. Like, right. To me, uh, is one of the early reasons that I like kind of stopped holding on to religion was the misogyny. It was just like, it's too much. Like everything can't be a woman's fault. It's like and it can't be cuz this book said so or because you believe that and then you read this book and use that book to tell people that. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like you got to let it go. Um so I think that's a huge part of it. Um and I also think that like you said, there's like when priests do this to little boys, there's shit like that. Like mm-hmm. there's this, it's your fault. It's internalized as what did you do to deserve this any rape victim. punishment from God? You know what's
2: internally and, wrong with you? Yeah. What's in you that's drawing this rapist to you
1: instead of telling the motherfucking rapist don't rape? And they're and they're teaching it to the victims. Like it's not like they're coming to you for counseling, and not and let's be honest, this shit is helping them to keep the money flowing at their university. Right. The bigger picture here is we don't need a scandal. And we definitely don't need to be implicated in furthering those scandals by not letting people report it to the police, not letting people um, you know uh not helping people with counseling, not not talking to the people who did this at all, telling people to apologize to the people who did this stuff to them. Skewing our numbers. Yeah. So if something happens to you it's a woman's fault and in this case uh you're a victim of your own rape because you're the woman in this situation uh the fact that you know this pat berg woman was so adamant that it was uh her fault or whatever um it makes you think about like how one has she been raped right you know because a lot of times i think people internalize what happened to them and they, they this is how they cope um the fact that you um are going to jesus rather than Some actual people who have studied this scientifically and been like, these are the symptoms of post traumatic stress syndrome. And you're going, nope, Jesus is, this is the only thing you need to worry about is just Jesus. That's, that's ridiculous. There should not be anybody practicing anything that's just like, we're not even gonna examine any, any, any medical, psychological thing. You're just gonna pray it away. Cause that's essentially what this is is pray, pray away your rape, pray away your trauma from your rape. Just pray it away, and you'll be fine. Cause, cause we say so. Yeah, and li- yeah. and
2: li- and life don't work like that. It takes a very, 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 and it depends on the person, very long time to to deal with a lot of the the trauma and a lot of the emotional, physical, mental, psychological damage that happens, and yeah. that's that's skipped a lot well, of times. Es-
1: well, especially if you turn it around and say it's your fault right <clears throat> you know what i mean um according to the she they have a copy of the email she mailed uh pat sent this lady i would suggest that you write out what you want to say in a letter then at some time in the conversation you say to him something like i call primarily because i want to read to you a letter that i've written to you in response to a letter you wrote to me a long time ago please don't say anything until i finish reading my letter to you then you can say to me anything you wish and then read it to him and if you write it out in letter form you can be sure in advance that it says exactly what you want to say. And there will be less chance you mess it up. I think it would be best to say to him that since you have been at BJU this year, God has been working in your heart. God has shown you that you were wrong not to forgive him as Christ is forgiving you. And that you want him to know that on the basis of the letter he sent you a long time ago, you forgive him. You can tell him that you are asking God to help you love him. Uh, and then something got blanked out and it says, et cetera. Does that make sense? In other cases, I have offered to read the letter after the girl has written it to see if there's anything in it. Other cases, by the way, Um, anything in it that I think might be taken the wrong way, taken the wrong way by by, by a rapist, but you need me to read it, but you don't need me to read it. I will, if you like, I will be praying that the Lord will help you, but remember God gives grace to the humble. You must humble yourself before God and not fight him, Miss Bird. But talking to a rapist didn't make Sarah feel better. Picking up that phone that day and calling him was one of the most gut-wrenchingly hard things that I've ever had to do. Right. I did, It didn't bring me closure. Instead, it was like sticking a knife inside me and twisting it harder. You just know somebody somewhere was judging her like, see, you should have did what she told you. That's your fault. You, you didn't do it right. You didn't forgive right. <clears throat> the,
2: the, and and the, the, the thing about it is that why do it when, when it's not sincere? You're you're, you're almost trying to force somebody to forgive when the forgiveness is not sincere. Yeah. And
1: for some people it may come. And
2: for some people it may never come.
1: Yeah. And like somebody in chat said, well, the two cases I'm talking about the rape didn't even happen at the university. So they're not protecting themselves. No, 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 This is a policy. This is what they, this is their official policy. So when rapes do happen on campus, she said there were other cases, You think all those rapes happen somewhere else? When a rape does happen on campus, this is the same shit they tell. Mm -hmm. They can't say, well, if your rape happened off campus, don't forgive them. Go pursue that in the court of law. They have to have one, just like one hard line policy of, hey, this is what you do when rape occurs. You do not report that shit. You come to us. You pray it away. You call that person, telling you forgive them, and you move on. And you think about what you did wrong and why it won't happen again as long as you stop sinning. That's what you do. Right. So that's the point. Not. Yeah. It's. It's definitely not. They couldn't cherry pick like that because people would be like, "Well, why the fuck would it matter if it didn't happen on campus?" Um. <clears throat> Suicidal and overwhelmed by flashbacks and nightmares. Sarah said she kept going to counseling because she was so desperate for some ray of light. But instead, she said Berg told her that if she asked God's forgiveness, she would be fine. Uh, Sarah walked out of her office for the last time with no hope. Through a BJU spokesman, Pat Berg said Sarah's allegations were patently false, even though we read this email. BJU wouldn't respond to any other claims until the results of the independent investigation are released. Jim Berg is yet to respond to requests for an interview. Isn't that sad? Oh, she's a lie. She's just lying. Everything she says, uh, just patently false. She has
2: like an official email with the lady's name,
1: right. time, all this. Okay. What the fuck else could that email have been talking about? Writing through the university Facebook account, the school representative said we certainly encourage victims to report any illegal activity to applicable law enforcement agencies as these types of criminals may strike again. None of the former students interviewed said they were ever told uh their abuse was a crime. This response, and see the thing is also you, these are some sheltered people for lack of a better word like right. some of these people have been so wrapped up in religion from the day one and like shame and all this shit from day one mm-hmm. they come to this university to continue that path of you know this is the only place i'm gonna fit in This, uh that god's law is above everything else this education is gonna be above everything else because mm-hmm. it's coming from god right and then when you go to authority figures and they go like uh you know it's not a crime i mean you just need to Uh, You know, I'm not saying you need to call the police. Just, you know, pray for forgiveness. Uh, Pray for their forgiveness and it'll pass. You know, this response to rape reports isn't unique to BJU, according to Peter Janke of the Portland law firm O'Donnell, Clark and Crew. In the dozens of sex abuse cases he's brought against religious organizations, Janke says he's found. This type of victim blaming reaction to be all too common. We've only hit the tip of the iceberg of the issue of sexual exploitation in Protestant churches, said Janky, who grew up in an evangelical home. They haven't been held accountable. The method of counseling at BJU ends up punishing victims far more than abusers, according to Julia, a former BJU student who was also counseled by Jim Berg. The offenders are able to quickly move on. They say they're sorry. They're repentant. So they go right back. As the victim continues to struggle in the aftermath, we are the ones to seem to be in sin, struggling with fear, confusion, anger, talking about what happened or any other reaction to trauma is seen as sin. We are expected to repent of those sins and live as though nothing happened. Yep. That's impossible. Right. And for the person who did it, yeah, they love nothing more than pretend it didn't happen. It means they got away with their crime. 20 years ago, Julia received counseling from Jim Berg for an eating disorder growing up in a ministry she was familiar with fundamentalist views on sex abuse. And so never brought up the abuse she said she experienced as a child. You're worthless if you've been abused, she said. I never, I knew enough to never, ever, ever mention that had happened. Berg said her eating disorder was a lifestyle of sin and Julia graduated believing God had spit me out, she said. Seven months later, she says a coworker and Bob Jones ministry student raped her. She thought of him as the tool God used to punish me. Within a week, she said Berg found the man responsible and expelled him. But three semesters later, he was allowed to come back. When she expressed her fear to an administrator, Julia said she was asked whether she would really want to prevent a godly man from getting an education that would allow him to serve the Lord. Fuck him. A couple of years ago, Julia found out that her alleged rapist was a Christian minister in another country and was racked with guilt that she never reported him. He's a sex offender. And he's in the ministry. And what if he hurt someone else? Yeah, now that has to be your fault, right? Cause, right. Because they passed that guilt on to you. you know? At the request of BJU, the non-profit godly response to abuse in the Christian environment, Grace, godly response to abuse in the Christian environment, is currently investigating the university for how it handles sexual abuse. More than 100 people have come forward to Grace Investigators. 100 people. And the report is due out in a few months. Uh, The head of Grace believes the Christian organizations across the country have failed victims in similar ways and that the Mm -hmm. Protestant world could, in fact, be worse than the Catholic Church.
2: Yes. mm -hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me because this sounds like this is a ongoing thing that's been happening for years. And these people know that they have a safe haven here. So they've been doing it without any consequences and any repercussions to their actions. And I can guarantee you they tell their buddies and their friends that that's what's happening. And this is the, the spot to do it. And they come there and they just havoc these women probably Hundreds of thousands of women during the course of the year this universe has been open and how many people, how many women and or men have went on and committed suicide and died and just went to their grave and not said nothing.
1: After graduating BJU, Sarah took matters into her own hands and reported her rapist to the police. He was recently convicted of sexual battery of a minor under the age of 12. If you would have told me that dark day that I walked out of the office with no hope, that one day my rapist would be convicted and sentenced to prison, that I would be living a stable, successful life, that I I would be healing from my abuse, I would never have been able to believe you, she said. But those are the miracles that I've seen my God do. Last year, Landry now thirty-one. Man, they're they're lucky she didn't just even lose faith. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in this shit no more. Peace. A lot of people do, and never come back. Yeah. Like, how many people are abused to the point of being like, I don't believe in your religion anymore. Period. You know what I mean?
2: And I and I wouldn't blame them.
1: Yeah, that's but that's that's bigger bigger hurt, man. Um. Uh. So yeah, man. Um, I'm going to use the language that Bob Jones University should definitely understand here. When I say I want to repent, I want you to repent. I want you to mentonia what? I want you to mentonia of your leadership. I don't even know what that means. Mm-mm. I want you to repeat. I want I want you to repent. I want you to mentonia of cover. I guess release, let go of covering up and protecting men who have sexually abused young women and children. And many, I want you to repent. I want you to mentonia this uh rape culture mentality that you have brought into and tried to sprinkle god over
2: yeah because a lot of people Mm -hmm. use religion as a way to hide
1: behind these things Mm -hmm. um india speaking of rape, (laughs) it's crazy right
2: yeah (coughs) but 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 you but you but you but you let people tell there ain't nobody being raped you let people tell you know when you talk about rape and rape culture, you let people talk about it. Yeah, all, every single woman is lying. Ain't nobody out here being raped.
1: A 14-year-old girl was reportedly raped Tuesday night in a remote village in the Indian state of Jakarand uh, as revenge for another rape. What? According to New Delhi TV, the self-appointed headman of the village ordered the attack, which was allegedly carried out by a 25-year-old man. The BBC reports that the headman ordered the attack because the teen girl's brother is accused of raping another woman. This rape happened out of retaliation. The day before on July 6th, the wife of, a, of the accused was the victim of misbehavior on the part of the girl's brother. Misbehavior. Okay. The head of the village was, instruct, it was instrumental in provoking this rape of the victim. So he said, your wife was raped by this dude so you can go rape his sister. Justice. Word. Yeah. Now why, if, if, if we're handing out rape as a punishment, why you wouldn't have to rape the dude that raped your wife, I don't get. It. But apparently you can rape a sister. Apparently so. Kamar said he's never heard of revenge rape like this before. <laughs> Not like this. Not like a normal revenge rape. <laughs> Ah! New Delhi TV notes that the village headman is feared in the area. He and the alleged rapists in both attacks have been arrested. The girls are covered in a nearby hospital. The Indian government has imp- improved sexual violence laws since 2012 when a girl was gang-raped and murdered on a Delhi bus. Mm-hmm. Still this year there have been at least two reports of young b- girls being raped as punishment. In May two teen girls were found hanged from hanging from a tree. After apparently being gang raped, and in January a twenty year old girl was gang raped because her village did not like who she was dating. God damn. Yeah. Now that's some pressure on picking the right one. Right. You don't pick the we don't like this dude. I'm we don't rape you.
2: Right. And and I've said this before and I would say it again. America ain't perfect. America got fucked up laws. Uh, there's a lot of misogyny in America there's a lot of fucked up shit in america but one thing i can say i'm glad my vagina is here versus anywhere else in the world and i will tell anybody that because in some of these (laughs) other places women get no rights they get no authority you might as well be be a couch cushion but at least here i get some rights god damn (laughs)
1: We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play another happy game. <laughs> well, black people get fucked with and We rate it from zero to a 100. Today's contestants are a clothing company and white gays. White gays are back. <laughs> they back in the house. they back. Didn't take long. Uh... Many of us were skeptical when I received a tip by a clothing company that advertised a t-shirt with a monkey on it by placing the face of a black title on the hanger. This can't be real, one staffer said. So I called to find out. I put the picture in the chat room for you guys to see. But uh, yes, little monkey icon on a t-shirt, little monkey drawing. And then the hangar has little babies' faces on the front. And uh, that one happens to have a black boy's face. Um, are any black parents buying this for their kids? Like, uh is this what like, a black, white, like, would Angelina Jolie buy this for her kid? Like, is that how it works? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, she's like, I don't know. Like, Madonna probably buys this for her black adopted kids because she don't know no better. Yeah. But, like, nobody that knows better is buying this, I'm assuming. Um, bad news everyone just add a kid clothes really is allowing people to display their adorable monkey shirt with the face of a black child when I called the company I spoke to Nancy who told me that the t-shirts and hangers came separately and that it was up to each individual store to put the two together She so while just add a kid doesn't necessarily create the combination they certainly make it possible the shirts according to Nancy are very popular and cute now for the record for the fucking record I will say this I don't think there's anything wrong with selling a monkey t-shirt or having hangers that can be combined where it looks like maybe the black kid is the monkey, okay? Because you didn't send it out that way. And any responsible store owner would probably not do that. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't think they're necessarily racist for coming up with this. And there's a lot of people that refer to their kids as little monkeys. A lot of them. And they don't mean (laughs) that. It don't mean it in a racist way at all. It's like, oh, it's my little monkey, you know, little kids like, oh, you're like a little monkey, and they think monkeys are cute, and there's nothing racist about that. But yeah, the black kid monkey combo is uh, gonna draw some questions.
2: That, that, <laughs> and the fact that I guarantee you, somebody was like, here's some hangers, here's some shirts, hang that shit up, and nobody monitored the person that was putting this
1: shit together. And in an effort to make sure that I understood that, just the adequate clothing didn't have any racist intention. Nancy told me that the hangers came in several different colors, including Oriental, Africa, American, and Latina. This is where our conversation took a turn. Yeah. Now, here's the thing What's funny. This person's trying to paint her as a racist, and I get right. it. Right. Here's 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 what I'm saying though. The hangers are of kids' faces. So when she says the hangers come in African America, Africa American latin and oriental she means the races of the children right and this person is trying to be like you racist motherfucker Mm-mm. like no it's not man stop i'm not saying this person is that is not uh fucking culturally insensitive or stupid or whatever but you, you know goddamn well she didn't she wasn't like saying oh the yellow one is oriental brown is black is africa america that that's how they wanted to sound and that's not how it, anyway Uh, me wait did you say oriental Nancy yes sir me Nancy does your website say oriental no me why this is me hoping Nancy just fucked up and is going to correct herself because people aren't oriental oh my god what well she's probably 70 fun story I once had to leave ESPN restaurant at Disney because a drunk man asked me if we had a lot of orientals in San Francisco and I told him that was offensive he got aggressive with me but the fries were pretty good nancy is what the fuck i got to do with the, oh, people I, in their tangents in the middle of yeah. articles yeah you know what it is this will be like her saying colored and then me going what the fuck you say bitch uh uh colored colored don't you know there's an offensive term white woman she devil cave bitch dweller right, you, know, <clears throat> you don't do that to people yeah so you know this is just like a chance to like really kick her in the in the balls you know uh, it is still very new. We didn't have them yet. Do you know what that's an offensive term? What is Oriental? No, what am I supposed to say? Agent Oriental is for a thing. People are Asian. Okay. I agree with you, sir. Nancy, where are you located? California. We're in California. Uh, that can be found on our website. So yeah, she responded in probably the most reasonable way, which I didn't know that. My bad.
2: Right. She's she, she trying to paint this lady like they eight now. Now, if the shirts and the hangers came prepackaged up yeah. okay it's an issue but they was like we send the shirts out we send the hangers out it's up to the stores to put them in any combination that they choose to
1: yeah uh nancy was clearly not pleased with me but it also not okay Cause you, cause, but it's because uh-huh. to her she felt like okay you're harassing me lady but it's, i don't it doesn't sound like she wasn't pleased with her she just didn't want to tell her where she was located okay but it's also not okay to run a business that allows advertising of black children as monkeys regardless of intent here's the thing if you're opening a business you have to consider context and content of your product and considering the fact that black people have in fact been compared unfavorably to monkeys should be something to think about when your company sends out shirts and hangers that could produce such a combination uh what so then for the record The what this person is implicating is either A, don't have hangers with the cute faces. Right. Which I think is stupid. I think you should have the hangers with the cute faces because parents want to imagine their kid in that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, or they're saying, don't have a monkey shirt. Like I said earlier, a lot of people refer to their kids as monkeys. They're not racist for saying that. Yep, of all colors, Or Or, specifically, don't have black hangers. Because that's the only ways to possibly prevent this. This will not ever happen. Right. Because even if you send out something saying please don't pair these, some people are going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm pairing it how I want to. It's my store. Right. I'm selling the product. I decide. I wish I had a kid now because I would buy them a monkey shirt and take pictures (laughs) of them. I don't give a fuck. We got to stop letting shit hold us back so much, man. be fine. it would be a little cute joke. And then when they... Turn to teenagers and start acting the fool. I'll start posting that shit on Facebook. Like, look at them. Ah. Black ass monkey. That's how I talk to my kids. Y'all yeah, see when we ain't got no kids, y'all. <clears throat> um, But, yeah, anyway, I'm not reading the rest of this. I think it was originally posted on Jezebel, so that's obviously wrong. But, uh, yeah, it's was such a, like, I don't know, man. It's such a size, man. I guess this is what happens when you need, like, something every day or else you won't have to, to talk about. But uh, anyway, for how do you feel? Do you feel fucked with from zero to hundred, Karen? Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't. I'm not even gonna lie, man. I like maybe a twenty-five because at it's, the most, yeah. And that's not even from the company. It's more from whoever hung the hangers up that way, right. trying to be funny. But uh, I don't. I don't feel fucked with, man. I also don't think it's bad for a little. Black kid that had a monkey shirt on, man. I think it's a fucking adorable. I think the little kid looks adorable in the picture, even.
2: I do too.
1: So, I'm like, look at that little monkey. You know, just just keep him in the house. Don't take him around white people in the shirt. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> um, here's another one. Dear black people, cut white gays some slack by Dave Schilling. Welcome to another edition of this week in racism. I'll be ranking news stories on a scale of one to racist with one being the least racist and racist being the most racist. Uh, Sierra Manny, an English classic major at the University of Mississippi, wrote a scathing op-ed that was republished by time.com in which she shook her substantial fist at white homosexuals who still in black female culture. During the course of her epic screed, she invoked twerking, large-asses, Beyonce fandom, and bottoming for black men. To sum up her thesis, allowing me to quote the master, allowing me to quote the master, you are not a black woman. you do not get claimed either to either you do not get to claim either blackness or womanhood. It is not yours. it is not you. Let me explain. Black people don't can't have anything. Any of those things include but are not limited to a general sense of physical safety, comfort with law enforcement, adequate funding and appreciation for black spaces like schools and neighborhoods, appropriate venues for our voices to be heard and about criticism of issues without our race going on trial because of it, and solid voting rights, et etc. This rhetoric is, in a sense, a cousin to the Trump, to the tantruming child that screams to their mommy about life not being fair. Miss Manny, which sounds like a P.L. Travers character or something, is saying that because African Americans are struggling as a group, white gays shouldn't say, you go, girl. Ignoring the fact that gay men have suffered plenty just about every country and often face violent responses to their sexual orientation, Manny fabricates a universe in which the mere fact of being white and gay is some kind of privilege it is yeah being a white male is the privilege she's talking about right uh i don't everybody has some level of privilege yes, I, I don't do. know how i don't know why people have to fight that but okay i mean everyone get and everyone gets some level of uh pushback and depression in their lives too you know mm-hmm. like it's everybody. not always all good like nope. something bad gonna happen to everybody and it just happens more to other people She also seems to forget that many black cultural signifiers she is so fond of were made popular by black gays. What would that be a Beyonce without RuPaul's drag persona? Yes. Ru was saying fierce and throwing shade in the 1970s and 80s. Half the time, I can't tell the difference between Beyonce and RuPaul. They probably buy their weeds with the same person. (laughs) Um, I, I do think a lot of gay culture has been adopted. You know, mm-hmm. shade, people talking about grown ass men talking about people's edges and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but we don't see, or at least not as of yet, we haven't gotten the stop stealing my gay culture shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I think it's funny because as America becomes more of a melting pot, which I don't care what people say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is, it is bending towards equality ever so slightly at all points in time Mm -hmm. and just like today is better than 70 years ago 70 years ago is better than 70 years before that right Mm -hmm. it's just in our lifetime it's slower because we can't see it on a day-to-day basis as much but i would say in my lifetime racial shit has improved
2: Yes, it has. And I think
1: what happens is when anything starts having a melting pot, people start adopting each other's cultures, yes, each other's slang. Mm-hmm. One, because they do start to have a respect for each other and they become aware of each other. And, um, and this is part of the learning curve. And now we're having people that are putting up dividing lines like, Hey, 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 I want to make sure you're respecting what you're, what you're like. Don't mock me. If you're going to use my shit, you need, it needs to be at a certain level. And that's how people are pushing back on it. Like, You know, don't just say some black slang unless you respect black people. If you're just going to say you go, girl, but you don't like you don't actually respect black women then you need to stop. And I get it. You know, like everybody's going to feel that way. But it's impossible to police. It's just one of those cat is out the back. Gay black white gay dudes are not going to stop saying you go, girl or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck else they do. They're not going to stop twerking or Mm -hmm. if that's a thing that they do, they're not going to stop any of that shit. Like, that's because life is blending and, uh, just the same way that straight people aren't gonna stop using gay slang. Uh, that's true straight people do we do it now
2: yeah because i honestly over the past few years i didn't even know what shade was when people be like that's shade i'd be like i don't see no dark i would be so confused yeah, what's the
1: tea and shit yeah
2: like, i would like tea what what kind of tea you yeah. know rosemary tea what are we drinking here not, realize, not
1: realizing right. what the terms meant this is what happened when cultures blend in my opinion um but yeah there's a pushback on it because people are like are you using my shit and respecting me or are you not You know, and if you're not, then don't use my shit. In certain circles of the Internet, the game is to figure out who's got it worse, whose privilege needs to be checked, and who is the most persecuted. I agree. That is a huge part of the Internet. Yes, it is. Ranking news stories on their levels of racism is one of those things. Yep, you're doing it right now. Though I've always hoped that this column's purpose was to shine a light on injustice in a humorous fashion. And yet there are those who see this column as divisive in truth i believe we've all got it bad white black Asian, latino lgbq etc the struggles for everyone to stop asking for special treatment and stop seeing their pain as more valid than others that concept of privileged pain is never more apparent in manny's piece than when she claims that gay men can hide whereas black people cannot the difference is that black women with whom you think you align with so well whose language you use the stereotypical mannerisms you adopt cannot hide their blackness and womanhood to protect themselves the way that you can add your homosexuality. This is, a, this is of course completely ignores the mass struggle. Uh, this of course completely ignores the mass struggle of LGBTQ individuals to live out in the open. This discounts the fear of reprisal that gay men and lesbian had to accept a common as common that being affectionate with a lover, identifying publicly as queer or God forbid having a more fluid gender identification Many assumes gay people want to hide, and I believe that's as far from the truth as it gets. Now yeah. I agree with that. The assumption that gay people are like, I don't wanna be my natural self. I want to, you know, like uh well, actually no. I, I I'll say this. She understands they have the ability to hide, and she's right. saying because they have this ability, um, their struggle isn't the same right so which is not the same but that's also trying to say that one is worse than the other which i don't 100% know that that's worse or than the other you know what i mean like i think having the option to hide quote unquote isn't necessarily um a good thing you know what i mean no, like it's, it's still going to it still would suck if i Put it this way, I'm a black person. If I had the ability to turn white when I wanted to, um, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to. You know what I mean? I'm glad mm-hmm. I don't have that option. Or me too. I, I love being black. Yes, and, sir. You know, um, I, I, I don't know, man. I, like, I can see where she's coming at it because it's a privilege of being able to hide. That- and that, and I think that's what this person is missing. They're just going, Oh, you're saying we want to hide. Gay people want to hide. And I think what she's really saying is, no, gay people can hide. If
2: they choose to. If they to, want to. But
1: I don't have that
2: privilege right. to be able to hide. And because the fact that you can hide, uh, in her mind, to some people, causes an issue. You can opt in and out. I can't opt in and out of my blackness.
1: And it really sucks that there's infighting between two disenfranchised groups like this. Right. When, when at the end of the day, you
2: both parties are oppressed. So So
1: it's the oppression Olympics,
2: right? So regardless of if you can opt in and out, it, it kind of matters. Then again, it it doesn't for the simple fact that we are both in the same boat when it comes to these things. I think that a lot of times, uh, and especially a lot of black people in the LGBT community have issues just with the group in general, because it's one of those things to where when you're talking about to opt in and out, A lot of the issues sometimes don't address black issues, don't address black women issues, don't address black transgender issues. And when these issues are brought up, all of a sudden they're pushed to the side when in general, (coughs) if you're going to be about that, you need to be about the whole party's issues in general. And that's why a lot of these groups break off and have their own thing because they feel like, well, y'all not addressing our issues.
1: Yeah. Um, And then they go on to say how that part where she talked about everybody would be, gasping and from the heat and steam of the strong tea i just feel yeah she was over the top with that part that nobody was gasping but um yeah i don't know man i i I think i feel more fucked with by this article than manny's article yeah and i gave the the only reason i gave it a 100 is actually had nothing to do with her article it was really Mm -hmm. just more about the fact that yeah white gay people can opt out of black causes they don't have to see the see this as it's like oh i'll take your slang but i'm not gonna actually give a fuck about you a a
2: fight for your rights yeah
1: that made me feel like a hundred but that wasn't well expressed in the article in my opinion
2: yeah i'm not going to defend your causes i'm not gonna you know come and, and 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 march with you on things that happen in the black community that are not lgbtq related like that no i don't have to fuck with that because i don't have to
1: yeah i would give this shit a higher fucked with than that so the actual article i would say is like a 50 to a 75 Mm -hmm. because i mean it's like a personal attack on somebody that was just honestly you know speaking their truth um and i think this person is more trying to attack her um on a almost a personal level right like you oh you missed this you didn't understand that and like um you know i think the if you were going to attack her for writing that the biggest thing i would just say is like these are two groups of people that are currently oppressed and right and what what's to be gained from fighting amongst each other
2: Right. They actually need to work together than yeah. apart because if you work together, there's number and
1: masses. Yeah. But and, and that's parts of her article that he left out where she actually was kind of cool with like, look, I understand it's not all y'all and da da da. And he was yeah. like, fuck that. You, you, you messed up. Yep. Br- bringing it up at all. All right, man. Let's, uh, see if we can play some quick guest the race so we can get out of here. See if we can eat before you do your interview. Okay. Now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the, the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time Ba-dum-bum. that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we spill the tea while well, you guess <laughs> the race and the Audience is the contestant today, and they play along and they are dropping so much shade. <laughs> Let's see if they feature for this man. I doubt they do. Let me turn my volume back up.
0: NBC Barry as Marianne Farrow is live in San Jose where she spoke with the girls today. Marianne.
3: Janelle, the family lives in this mobile home park off Center Road that you see behind me. The family says they'd never seen this man before in their lives. And now the girls tell me his face is one they'll never forget. Who was standing there when my sister was taking a nap here. This is the couch where a 12-year-old San Jose girl was sleeping yesterday when she awoke to find a strange man next to her.
2: I was like in the couch taking a nap for a few minutes and like... When I was like in a
3: deep sleep, he hit my face and I was like freaked out. That man was 39-year-old Victor Manzanares. Officers combed this mobile home park off Center Road yesterday, searching for him after neighbors reported him running around naked. Manzanares apparently ran into this mobile home through an unlocked back door. Before confronting that 12-year-old, he ran into the bedroom of her 11-year-old sister. He came into
2: my room. I didn't know anything. He kissed my um, cheek because I thought my dad. (laughs) Uh, And then
3: he he lied next to my bed and tried to touch my bum. She -hmm. says she and her sister quickly grabbed their seven-year-old brother and ran out. Their mom, who was ordered out by police minutes earlier, was waiting for them. I do not know the guy broke in in my house. And my kid, they saw uh, that guy. She says after the confrontations, Manzanares, who the family says they'd never seen before, turned on all the burners of their stove and the gas heater and put a big pile of her clothes next to it. She believes he was trying to burn down her home. That's when police went in and arrested him. Manzanares is now behind bars, accused of burglary, annoying and molesting a minor, lewd and lascivious acts with a minor, being under the influence of drugs, and resisting a- resisting arrest. I'm, this I'm mom not, says not, she's not, still so I'm shaken that she can't eat, but she's relieved her three kids are sick. The family believes that the man may have been in their home for several hours before he confronted them. He also trashed their entire place, and he even broke a computer. Reporting live in San Jose, Mary Ann. Wow.
1: What the hell is wrong with that dude, anyway?
2: I don't know. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. They said the police forced her, her forced the mom outside the house. They left the kids in there?
1: I'm assuming that when the police were called or whatever, it was like, okay, we get out, who we can get out, and then we'll go in and get the girls. Okay. Um, oh. And then somehow they got out on their own. Uh, wow. Wow. But yeah, I guess the race of Victor, Victor Mazanares. Uh, let's check the chat room. Uh, border jumping p- produce salesman left his clothes oh. at the border, Hispanic, Jalupa, Wonder Bread White, Nardo's cousin from the West Side Story, wet and wild streaking Mexican, He really just went in the fridge to get some oranges to sell. The correct Aww. answer is everyone got it. Latino. <laughs> one person got it wrong. One person got it wrong? Wonder the Bread White. Oh yeah, that is wrong. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the next one. Man, he licked one of the little girl's face. Touch her bum. I'm assuming her butt. Mm-hmm. It was naked and was about to burn the house down.
2: Yeah, she thought it was her daddy. Could you
1: imagine that? Yeah. Daddy, why are you kissing me? Oh, good night to you, too. Wait, my touching my butt. Hold up. This ain't my daddy. All <laughs> right. Uh, a 30-year-old Sweet Falls woman was uh, charged with rape, sexual contact with a child, and ex- sexual exploitation of a minor after her boyfriend discovered her naked in their apartment Wednesday night with at least three boys between ages of seven and ten. Oh my you see wolf gang it can happen we can get these women too uh oh my, she getting it in sweet falls police what was she doing read them a, a harry potter story <laughs> she was showing them something hairy all right uh <laughs> sweet falls police spokesman sam clemens said Anne elizabeth doubler's boyfriend returned home with the couple's four-year-old son and caught her with the boys the incident took place in their apartment they walked into the apartment end up seeing her completely naked Seven to ten, like can they even do anything at seven and ten? Uh, like, you, if you if you've had a wet dream at that age, yeah, like that is really early. She's just a pedophile,
2: right? <clears throat> and you traumatize not only you traumatize a seven and ten year old, you traumatize a four year old. Here come in walking with daddy, daddy. I got some. What's 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 happening here?
1: <laughs> the boyfriend told the police that Doubler admitted to having sexual contact with the boys. Clemens said, he then called police as the other boys scattered. He said. Police later <laughs> interviewed the boys who confirmed that they had sexual contact with double. Uh The boys were uh not related to her and lived in the surrounding apartments. Two of the three victims. victims—these somebody else's children. Yep. Two of the oh. three victims were brothers. Seven years old. What are you even doing with a seven-year-old? Right. Let me see your tiny. Oh, you don't have balls that have dropped yet. Right. You don't have hair. Police are still working to identify all potential victims and find out how long it may have been going on. This is something we don't see very often when we're talking about multiple victims, especially at one time. That's unusual. Duller could spend the rest of her life in prison if convicted on five counts of first-degree rape, sexual contact with a child under 16, and sexual exploitation of a minor. In court Thursday, Judge John uh Schleeman, Schleeman again, uh, Schleeman again, Close enough. Uh, granted, the prosecution re- request to hold Doubler on a $50,000 cash only bond. She will be allowed to have supervised contact with her son. Um, guess the race of uh, Mrs. Doubler. Uh, what was her first name? El- Anne Elizabeth Doubler. Let's check the chat room. <clears throat> but what did those boys have on, though, White? Well, hopefully they can learn to forgive her. Yeah. Marjorie from Game of Thrones. Ha! Mary Poppin, that coochie, white. Bob Jones University Faculty. Sad white cheese white eight mile white. The correct answer is white. It was a white lady. (laughs) And you all got it right. Let's go to the bonus round. right double the points double the race the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points double the races so far everyone's two for two except that one dummy (laughs) ha ha you idiot let's go um sorry whoever missed it um here's a another story about global warming in america hello Suspects new developments in the case
3: of a little girl left in a hot car for an hour today a judge came down hard on the child's parents Police say yesterday the girl was dehydrated after being left in their hot truck at Home Depot The windows were up and the engine was off now both Angelica Lerman Montoya and Dulces Monte Perez face felony child abuse charges The public defender tried to get the couple off the hook saying their daughter wasn't badly hurt but the judge says that's not how the law works I'm going to deny your motion. I do find that there is probable cause at this time uh, under the statute I just read. Officers say the girl crawled out the rear sliding window covered in sweat, crying and screaming. A good Samaritan <gasps> helped her and called police. Sometimes when a child is left in a hot car, they die. In fact, that mistake kills a child every 10 days in the U.S. Shit. This
1: is 1st Byron Morton.
3: Man. five-year-old locked in a sweltering truck while her parents shopped. They're simply...
1: Wait, what? why did it stop that was uh Uh-oh. all right well well <laughs> yeah no that's it that was in the story for some reason they put that at the very end uh guess the race guys of uh the people that locked their kid in a car in albuquerque new mexico uh chat room pairs were just trying to get day labor work at the home depot damn oh my cold. Yes. you cold chuck spears cubicle bc says taco truck mexican home depot they left her to sit outside the store <laughs> hispanic platanos and yucca eaters uh say that last name three times fast uh what was the last name um for these people um there was uh lerma montoya and duches mange perez um so there you go guys um Sounds like uh the parents survived crossing the border and the baby couldn't even handle a hot car? Uh the correct answer is Latino. You all have it right.
2: Yeah, and they was like and it was like she ain't die. She had to crawl out the roof of the, the, the roof the uh, one of the windows and was screaming. Yeah. Um, but that was like she ain't die. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this has been another episode of uh, the Blackout Tips. Um, you can find us on theblackouttips.com. Our sponsors are so good. Shadow Doll Productions. Go to iTunes. Look for the best of Rod and care and buy it. 14 tracks of pure, unadulterated heat, comedy heat, skit acting. So nobody cut nobody today? Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I almost forgot the number one most important reason. <laughs> oh, like, we only do the shows so that we can get to this moment, so I can tell everybody oh, about the like, real truth. I was like, "Dang,
2: nobody was cutting nobody today."
1: Yeah, this is all my oh. fault. Yeah, thank you, Karen, for uh, letting us know because uh, I almost fucked up, man. I said we're
2: gonna end the show with nobody cutting I, nobody. I
1: already had the documents up and everything. <laughs> it would have just been me. Um, this, by the way, the name of this. The person who wrote this article is named Paul Pierce. Isn't that weird? But it's spelled the I and the E are changed. A North Union man escaped a serious injury Friday when a Union town man slashed him with a sword, said state police. Shane L. Tyson, 36, is charged with aggravated assault, simple assault, and harassment for attacking Chad E. Workman outside of Workman's home along Garden Lane around 7.36 a.m. Workman awoke to an argument outside his front door between Workman's wife, Stephanie, and Tyson, according to an affidavit of probable cause filed by District Court Wendy Dennis. Stephanie Workman had dated Tyson, who was calling her names as the two argued over a bunk card. Chad Workman related uh that he woke up, walked to the door, and asked Tyson to leave. Trooper Mark Packer wrote an affidavit. Tyson then pulled a, a sword out of an orange bamboo case he was carrying and struck Chad Workman on the left side of the body, causing a large laceration. Workman related uh that he then grabbed a spatula and metal brush off of his grill on the porch to defend himself. Man, yeah that's all he had it was like on uh, God. Let me get this barbecue sauce off here, click. All right. Now uh-huh. I'm God. <coughs> uh,
2: that must be some tasty ass barbecue sauce. What kind of you have? Like, yeah.
1: This is some homemade shit. What you know about this, Stab Stab? Tyson fled. He saw the barbecue brush and ran, Karen. The man with the sword. Huh? Now I call that a true hero. pulling out a barbecue brush and defending yourself workman was treated at the Uniontown hospital released that same day when troopers later questioned tyson at his home he claimed he went to workman's home to retrieve his bank card he said he was attacked by chad workman with the grilling utensils so he struck workman with the sword in self-defense tyson was arraigned and released on fifteen thousand dollars bail his primary hearing is being held august 13th wow mm-hmm yep yeah, people always out here getting crazy with these swords A Wilton man was arrested Thursday after he was accused of threatening a sheriff's deputy with a replica samurai sword. Yeah, a replica.
2: Replica still hurt. I don't know why people don't understand that.
1: According to the Monroe County Sheriff's Department, Jose F. Mendoza, 28 against the rings, was arrested for first degree recklessly endangering safety disorderly conduct, bell jumping, resisting an officer, and violating probation at the police responded to a report of a fight at his residence around three in the goddamn morning on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, witnesses say Mendoza was intoxicated and attempted to provoke a fight with another man in his Wilton home. According to the police report, the sheriff's deputy identified himself and asked to speak to Mendoza. Police say Mendoza yelled at the officer several times before turning <laughs> to face him. Mendoza had to, had a three foot long sword in his hand when he turned to face the deputy. The deputy ordered Mendoza to drop the weapon three times. Then Mendoza is accused of swinging the sword at the deputies multiple times. Hitting the doorway next to him four times before dropping the weapon. According to the report, the deputy ordered Mendoza to get down on the ground. Mendoza refused and became even more agitated, and the deputy attempted to call for a backup but was unable to get radio reception. Wow, police <gasps> can't get radio reception sometimes? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, man, man I got... This local cops. Only got one bar. Hold on. Ah! <laughs> a witness was able... Yeah, to- that's what you get when the police station's on cricket. Yeah, that's what we're cutting them budgets. All right. Uh, officer down. Officer oh, wait, got to wait a minute for the mess uh, to go through. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, got delay here. A witness was able to call Mendoza down briefly and get Mendoza away from the weapon. But Mendoza became aggressive when the deputy asked Mendoza to answer. Questions about the earlier fight. Police say Mendoza attempted to walk back toward the room with the weapon. The deputy took Mendoza into custody, forcing him off balance, taking him to his knees. However, Mendoza continued to resist. With the help of a witness, the deputy was able to get Mendoza secured, handcuffs, and placed in the squad car. Mendoza was transported to Monroe County Jail. Yep. Oh, so yeah. Shout out, Productions. Go support us on iTunes. Adam and Eve, code TBGWT. We'll be back tomorrow Mm -hmm. at 9 uh thank you everybody for listening to the show thank you and we appreciate all you guys uh coming out we do until tomorrow i love you i love you too baby